Yo, 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 welcome to the podcast called That's Dope with the boys. Once again, we got God's Will, we got Sam, we got Josh. Uh, we are here to talk about issues that are going on in the world uh, because we're feeling like that. Um, so first, I want to say I got a washer and dryer, finally, but the dryer doesn't work. <laughs> so I <laughs> had to dry there. all my clothes inside my bathroom and around my room, and I'm a little annoyed, but it's we're almost there. We're getting to modernity, so I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, before I was saying, I, I had to go to a laundromat uh, down the street, and the dryers would always stop on me. Like, they would just start tumbling and then air, and I'm like, what's happening? And also, I don't even know if they washed correctly. Sometimes I was like you know smelling them i'm just like i'm not sure if this is correct but we'll see mm. yeah so anyways Oof. i'm i'm happy I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck that man i'm yeah. so happy to have a washer dryer in the house like, that sucks you got yourself a new location josh that's that's tight yeah well, i'm happy background i'm hella happy yeah i just gotta i gotta set it up a little more um I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I definitely gotta get some on this wall because this wall nice. isn't everything I do. Yeah, it's just, it's just bare. So I'm thinking. I mean, y'all can give me an opinion. Either, either I was talking about it earlier. Either skateboard, or we're going with like a long, uh, you know, long art piece. I think the long art piece is probably the one that works, and the skateboard's probably going in the living room. Because the skateboard, I worry because like you might knock it off. You know, like I like. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing a lot of this right here. Is it, is it, okay. <laughs> or do you have to leave? <laughs> Okay, Stop. cool. For me, I, at least I always worry about that. I'm like, anything that's 3D, I'm going to hit it. <laughs> uh, have you thrown a controller, Goswell? No, I, would, I never. I'm, I'm not one of those people either. Yeah, have I've you never. I, ha- I do a lot of the, I do a lot of, literally, I have a controller right here. I, I do a lot of the. <sighs> that's fair. Like but I never throw them. Like, like, I don't want right? to buy a new one. Yeah, right, I don't want right. to buy a new one. So I never like, understood that. I never understood that either. Like, that's a rich people, people like thing, denting their walls. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, what is or breaking their TVs with that? It's one it, thing with the Wii, the Wii straps. Like, that's accidental. But, yeah. But right. Out of anger, I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? If you have a friend who just thrown a controller, if you have thrown a controller yourself, that is called privilege that you don't know you have. Right. <laughs> Most people don't do that. <laughs> like, it's like you can have real anger problems and not throw it. I had just because it caused so problems, much, bro. I yeah. have, I had, I used to have extreme anger problems as a kid. I still never threw a controller. <laughs> never. At least those were those old controllers were on wires. But still, at the same time, oh, yeah, I've never threw. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw a lot of them beat up. Yeah, people will just like you know throw it and you know, no, I'd, I'd punch the ground. I'd sooner punch the ground than I would throw my controller. Yeah. Because I didn't want to buy way. another one. Forty dollars, yeah. especially as a kid. It, I'm mowing yards for ten dollars. Like right. I'm going to be playing with zero controllers. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, a- absolutely not. I would never throw a controller, especially these days, like when they're just computers in themselves. $80 each for a controller, right? PS5, mm. I bet. Like, at least, like, PS4 controllers are still $60. So That's nuts. Yep. That's not cool. But anyways, we're adults. We we have our anger under control, right? At least I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. Games, like, still make us angry. Still, I mean, absolutely. You know, Overwatch. We're, I'm playing Bloodborne better. again. Yeah, but I'm not like. I normally, I normally don't rage at any game, but I feel like there's moments that will make anyone. Yeah, I've never seen you like angry like that. Even like dying in like, you know, playing these Souls games. I've just seen. But Elden Ring, I I will get pissed if something like if I'm about to. Okay, it's like in Bloodborne. Let's talk. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, Are we about to say about Bloodborne? So like, whenever they have a sliver of health, yes, and you think they're dead, and then they kill, and they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like one health. Ugh. But. Yeah, but I've never seen you like 
blow up. You're like you've always yeah. had had that under control. You know, I even kill. Right. I like that. Mine was a, I mean, mine was, was a weird depressive anger that, that I've been going through randomly. Um, I was playing Elden Ring yesterday, and I was playing against his boss. His name was like Commander Neil, but he's not. <laughs> Commander oh, he's Neil. in the rot pit. Not the rot pit. That's Commander O'Neil. Oh, this guy's got two, he's got two summons, right? Yes. I was playing him and he's incredibly difficult. Uh and I it was two days I didn't beat him. So on day three, yeah, I was like coming in, I'd like, play wow. for like an hour like, and a half and be like, I okay. don't care about this anymore. I'd stop. Right. Okay. Um day three came up, it was yesterday. I was playing against him and I actually had this weird run where I was like, well, you know what? My patience is controlled because I just started the game up. Mm-hmm. Uh download the patterns because you know you gave your time your brain time to think. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I go in there. I literally no no hit him, uh, his two summons. So I beat his summons, no, never getting hit, both of them. So he's still swinging at me all crazy. I'm like, I got 11 pots. And this guy's just by himself. That's a healing? Pots are healing? Yeah, healing Ooh, pots. Gotcha. I'm like, I can and take he heals you like almost all the way. Nice. Yeah. So you're like mid-game, late-game, yeah. I'm like, I'll take this guy. I get him to about 20% health, and I still have eight pots left. This is like the run. This is the run. Then a thunderstorm was coming on in Dallas. The uh, energy power went off. Oh, the power went off, and I've been struggling with him ever since. That oh sucks. no, that's cursed. That's a cursed that is bro. cursed. Yeah, that's yeah, like for contact. Goswell, his summons. One of them will just run at you, and he'll like have really quick t- attacks, and he'll uh-huh. stagger you. Uh-huh. And the other one has like a shield, so he's annoying. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, the one that the one that you have to kill the summons before you can really get at him, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, and you can sucks. die really easily before you even get to him. That sucks. His summons Man. kill you. Like one of the summons, one with the double swords. Will kill you in two shots, but he'll swing at you nine times. <laughs> yeah. so it's 100% overkill. And you're like, bro. And you're like, you can, he jumps at you, so you can roll uh, back and he'll still come at you. Oh, that sucks. That's the worst <laughs> where you try to like dodge backwards and it still just hits you. Ugh. Dodging yeah. backwards was an ineffective thing to do in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, you got to yeah, dodge forward. A, I mean, that's it sounds like, a like the thing to, that we want to do, you know, like the sort of mm-hmm. natural instinct. And like, you have to just sort of like go at it, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Margit. Because I see a lot of people stuck on him for like 10, 15, 20 hours. Who's that? It's Mark- the first like semi-major boss in the game. Okay. Yeah. So not even like it's the just, first boss. Or no, like, not like, even not like the major. first real boss. First first cinematic boss, Not he's not one of the demigods though, initially. But you have to get to him to get to the first demigod. Okay. So it's like, it's I mean, it's like the uh, that void demon on the bridge in Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes it's sense. It's like a lead up to the first yeah, boss. Yeah, like sort of, okay, mm-hmm. And people will go to him like straight from the tutorial. Uh-huh. Like, they won't do anything else to go straight there. And he will like two shot you. Your healing will only heal you like one third of your health. And it takes like 400 hits to kill him. And he has Four. the most unpredictable patterns too. Oh, like no. he will like swing, swing, and then swing. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> There's that one where he does where he holds his, his staff up <laughs> and you start dodging. Like you'll, like you'll spam dodge like twice. You'll be holding it. and there's another one too where like he swings twice and you want to hit him and then he's like oh nope and he stabs you with his little plastic knife and you're like oh my god Yeah, you you cannot panic roll against him like you have to literally wait and know what's coming next i I want to play play this game so i can like join this hype that's going on right now that's what i'm trying to tell you yeah the line just just play it you right you right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna although hmm Hold on. All right. So you have to figure out how to play it on PS, you know. I'm yeah, wondering I if, I get on what, if I should get a PS5 first or if I should just get it on. I, I, can, I think I can upgrade. Mm. I think it's time to get a PC, baby boy. Get the PC I need, a, work. I need to upgrade my PC. Or do, the, like, do, get the, do the Josh Justin Varghese situation. You get the Switch <laughs> for the uh-huh. for the first party games on the Switch. And uh-huh. you get a PC for everything else. 
It ha- it runs everything. Fuck the the game race. I I can get everything between the Switch and the PC. Yep. Except for God of War. I can't get God of War sadly because that's always P- PlayStation first. Sadly. It's on PC now, but but it comes late. You know, how yeah, it is. It's super late. That's it's one like... of the only exclusives that you can't get. Right. Maybe one day I'll be convinced to leave console behind, but at the same time, I still love Sony and PlayStation. Fair. Like it's been my my go to system throughout, and I don't know. I I love That's just having like a separate thing. I guess like computer, yeah. I always have like thirty tabs open of things I need to do, and then also I always want to like sort of multitask. Also, you know, like have like YouTube videos you going that. on. I do that. All right, maybe because I've always imagine. had crappy. I've always had crappy computers. That I was like, huh, huh, you got twenty tabs open. Huh. <laughs> you know, I I'm can't. just telling you, we have the technology now. You can you can do that still. My yeah, word, we have since we, we can't go faster. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, yeah, I'm so gonna, uh-huh. about Elden Ring. Uh-huh. Um, well, what do you think about like my brother? He doesn't really play Souls games, but yeah. he saw it on like a someone shared a TikTok with them. A lot of people he's been, not even like, getting into it. Yeah, wow, it's he's like, not. The marketing is so huge, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how it's spreading. But people that don't play any games are seeing Elden Ring. They're getting clips. into this one, yeah. Uh, that yeah. worries me. Like they're getting this is their first like game game, and I'm just sort of like y'all. Dude, <laughs> I'm happy about it. As far as I, yeah, what do you think about that? What are you about to say? Uh, it is like as far as a open world game, this is the most difficult open world game I've ever played in my life. Because when you play, especially if you're not a gamer. What happens is like again, you can always just farm. You could absolutely just farm. Even, there's even like that, exploits. Right? There's exploits that you can do that you can just like get crazy experience. Mm-hmm. And you can get really, really, know about those, really strong right? weapons early on. You, literally you YouTube. Up. Like anyone who's bad at gaming, just use YouTube. And people and YouTube I, is getting huge. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm wondering if people don't even know about it, though. You know what I mean? That, that means you don't know how to, good, how to get good at things. That means you're not a winner. That's, that's you know what? Me. Like hiking, bro. This, actually, this I, Rubik's cube. If I want to figure it out, look it up on YouTube. That's it. Right. Everything is on YouTube. Right. But there is all kinds of gatekeeping and reverse gatekeeping and, you know, gatekeeping, gatekeeping. Like, mm. <laughs> it, it, it goes down a, a deep rabbit hole of if you should look up stuff on YouTube and what, you know, ruins your experience, what makes it better. There's people that are purists that say you shouldn't look up anything ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And you should only play Melee. If you use magic, <laughs> you're cheating. If you use summons, you're ruining the game for yourself. That wow. is all That's optional. too much. I think it that's is. all optional. It's all subjective. I'm cool. Here personally, I use fist weapons because I enjoy fist weapons. That's who you are, yeah. I understand. Yes. I understand that this is not the optimal way to play this game. And I'm making things harder for myself than it should be. Because but, I've also yeah. made the restriction, like you said just a second ago, Sam. I don't use this thing called the mimic summon, which is literally a summon that you summon a second part of yourself. So it's it's pretty much clear that that's the best summon in the game. I don't use it because I don't even... feel like I'm playing a hard game. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Everyone's doing that. That's a restriction I put on myself. I can recognize that. Mm-hmm. I cannot blame other people for doing what's in the game yes that's but their there choice is, there's a few things too because they nerfed that summon because it was too good even though it's, uh-huh. there's no pvp application at all they nerfed like a bunch of pvp stuff and that summon because they thought it was too strong for players mm. so mm. They, they are trying to balance you know the player experience but i think for pvp I, I did invasions like a ton like i have 60 hours in the game i think 30 of them are invading people in like low that's, level areas it's crazy <laughs> do you, like, do you, have do you destroy work. people or do you help people no i destroy them there's no way i'm gonna <laughs> co-op because co-op is another thing where it's like optional it's like if you're struggling you can summon someone that's really strong they right. know the map and they can help you kill the boss but the only downside is someone can come and try to kill you and your friend and you can even optionally bring in a third person so it's a 1v3 wow. so i yeah. 
it's really controversial that they decided to do that for at least in the whole Soulsborne community. They're mm. like, you can't no, you can't just make it one v two. But I think it's fine. Yeah, that's good. I, I, is, I like your opinion. You've always been the Souls guy for me, and, and I, I, you know, actually, I always wonder myself like, what's fair. Like as a gamer, you know, but also for me as a completionist type of guy, it's like, all right, what level is like the level of like I earned this shit, right? But at the same time, mm-hmm. I hate it when people are like, no one can do this, right? You you right. can't play this game unless you do it exactly this way, or it doesn't count, you know. I I think like if you're like a Souls guy, like you are, Sam, maybe you have like those restrictions on yourself, right? Do yeah, you, like do I, you even have I restrictions only, like that? Only with a claymore, no summons, <laughs> no magic. Wow. I mean, yeah, pretty pretty. Are like, you do no like summons that. at all? No. Oh, uh, wow. Because, like, I mean, you can you can learn the boss and you can just yeah. like dodge everything. And so it's just a matter of like, I don't, that part's fun for me. I, <laughs> I, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't want to. I feel like every game before this didn't have summons. No. So they, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to use summons. And I. Because Bloodborne has summons. Summons. Like, uh, at least you can, like, mm-hmm. before you go to, like, the boss, you can always. You can always summon, like, an NPC to help you. And. It, although it makes the boss harder, I think like a like like mm. a little bit hard to kill. But okay, it does. the co-op does that in this game too. Okay, then yeah, like I feel the like that should be fair, help. right? Yeah. It should be fair. In this game, the summons are like they're I don't know they're 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 okay. They're good. Some of them are crazy. Like the nice. It's really fun nuts. if you're like exploring and you can. There's like a thing that tells you, oh, you can summon something. So it's kind of an indicator that it's going to be tough, and then they can mm-hmm. help you. And it's a huge part of the game if you're not doing it that to skip. So whenever I replay it, I'm probably going to use summons and magic and stuff. But right. I think I feel like, you know, every every area is scary because yeah. I only have a claymore. I'm just walking around with this one thing and I can just slap people with like two attacks. So it's not the best way to play, but it's my favorite just because hey. I feel like, you know, I'm in such a bigger world. It feels it's like cool. on a harder difficulty. Yeah, it's like everything's scarier. Yeah, yeah, whatever you hey, do, it always feels fun. It bums me out, like with new people, like trying to get into this game, and then there's not like a more helpful community. I guess at least because at least Souls before, I've always like felt like the community was always like really kind and like down to like help you. I guess like I mean, screw, definitely like fuck with you, but at the same time, down to like help you too. You know, like I've never felt um, off, but I feel like now these days. Um, there's this elitism with it that's sort of like turning people off or maybe they're not finding like the, the right people to play with or something like that. I'm, I'm not yeah, sure. Or there's or a lot maybe of they're like... not doing the research ahead of time and like, all right, there's a really hard game. Don't get this, you know? I mean, I joined uh, the Elden Ring discord and people are super helpful. Yeah. But not even uh, how many, how many of these new people are getting onto discord like that? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. even like, like on a, YouTube, like, there's a lot of helpful YouTube videos. That's a lot true. Of, Twitter threads. I mean, look it up. sharing. If people uh, like no. even like search up how do you fight this boss, there's going to be something there, right? Bro, exactly. you can learn how to play volleyball on YouTube. You can learn how to do anything on yeah. YouTube. And like, people are so quick. On it's just too single. easy, especially yeah. nowadays. We were talking about this before, but back in the day, gotcha, you know, and so does Sam. Mm-hmm. Playing Smash Bros. in the past when we were kids, yeah. being good at Smash Bros. Yeah. means that you just, you knew how to wave dash and you are immediately like a top five player, top uh-huh. five percent. Yeah. But this is the future. Every kid can just go on YouTube and learn how to wave dash. Practice yeah. like for a day, and you got it. Yeah, that's the right. future. You, in order to keep up, just YouTube is the fastest learning tool on the planet. Just use it. Yeah. I'm not saying to cheat. Just learn how to play the game. Oh wait, yeah. that's a thing I can do. I can assign uh, items to this key over here. Learning because it doesn't tell you anything in the game. Yeah, the game doesn't do a goddamn yeah. thing, bro. Right. There's yeah. so much stuff that I just 
I, I don't really know about. <laughs> I think a lot of people areas, are like, like expecting I, a lot more hand-holding these days, especially like when it comes to just games as a, in general, I guess, right? But I mean, there's no quest the real world doesn't have that hand-holding. Like, yeah, I feel true, like... right? And I think that, because that, it comes back to the point of like what I was thinking about, um, or like, I was getting mad uh like a few weeks ago remember like when i was yeah, talking about the, like, the difficulty yeah you yeah. know like i don't like for example like people are complaining like there should always be like a difficulty slider like in every game and i disagree like don't get me wrong i i don't i'm not mad at easy mode you know it'd be nice if every game had an easy mode but not every game has an easy easy mode um and i think that's not like a fault of the game is like you sh it should be like i don't personally like this because it doesn't have an easy mode i think that's fair versus like um this is a bad game or it's even discriminatory because it doesn't have right. an easy mode and yeah, that's what bothered a, me it's a design choice for sure and it's a feature i feel yeah, like dude, like we all like me and josh we have the same experience because it, there's only one difficulty so we talk about a boss, and we fought the same boss. We know what we were talking about. Like, yo, you fuck with that guy too? That guy's yeah, annoying. Yeah, he was hard. But here, uh, as far as difficulty, like, it really depends on – I think a lot of this goes into how much a person believes in their own ability to do things. Um, and a lot of people haven't been tested. Like, I, I think uh, – I was listening from Dr. Phil. Uh, I was talking about Dr. Phil earlier with Gods with Sam. Shout out to Dr. Um, Phil. Come on the podcast. Yeah, someone I didn't think I'd agree with on a lot, but I, I really enjoyed what he was talking about. Uh, and he was talking about how um, – the hardship is something that we just all know. Hardship is going to help you. Long term, it helps you develop so much. Learning what you're capable of, pushing your limits constantly. That's something that not everyone's used to doing that. And a lot of people, they avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So I go through it's the painful. life not trying yeah. to push yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I think it, it's not un it's uncomfortable. But like you're you, learning a new thing and like your brain has it's feels pain. Yeah. Like yeah. there's physical pain and you, there's this relief valve of like, I want to make it easier or I want I want to do something else. Yeah, like if right. you learn a new software, if you're trying to do, you know, you're trying to fix your car, and you don't know how it works, and it's broken, and you're, you just, it's just infuriating. Frustration. Yeah, like you want to like... press, you want to slam the easy button, you want to lower the difficulty, but there yeah. is no because yeah. it's real life, All right? And so I feel like it's a good muscle to stretch. You know, I think so too. You know, like and it's like if this is not the game for you, then that's fair. You know, I think this is a game that people should play, but I I think it's fair if you're like this is not the game for you. You know what I mean? I think it mm -hmm. is. Like I think like I'm glad I went through Bloodborne. Like Bloodborne, you know, I, I was gonna quit, but I kept going through it. And ever since that, it was like I can do all, so much more. You know, like I don't I don't feel so bad about failing in this game because it's like yes, I I failed, but at the same time, one I know the layout better. I know the enemies better. I know myself better. And mm -hmm. you know the resources I lost. I can get them back, you know, or even if I lose them permanently, it's not the end of the world. Like you can just always go get more resources, I guess, you know, right. like, yeah. Or, you know, there's items and there's ways to get more resources or help or whatever, you know, like, and I think, yeah, people like aren't thinking about like what they need to do. And I think it also bothers me. Like when people are like, Oh, but I'm so busy in my day to day. I just need an easy game to play. Then play yeah, an easy it's game. Like, that's I guess. not an excuse. Like play an easy game. You You're right. Exactly. Go play an easy game. Don't, don't complain that this game's not easy enough for you. <laughs> That's or, a little weird. You you bought a game so that you can then complain about how it's not it's not like brain numbing. Like I can't just like chill. I can't chill on this game. There yeah. are options. You chose you can to buy this. someone. <laughs> yeah, you right? can call. Yeah. A, you can phone a friend. Like there are lifelines. This game does make it like Sam's saying. There's ways that make that make this more accessible. For one, this is an open world game, which means that now farming is a thing you can actually do in this game. It's incredible. Can out level these monsters. Yeah. Two, you can summon a friend throughout the whole game. You can summon a friend and you get like, I mean, you also summon a, a character for yourself if you want. Um, but there's opportunities to make this game easier for you. 
and also I want I want to note this because guys are talking about accessibility. There's been people who have beaten this game. Like I remember one guy was playing. Uh, he was walking. He was on. He was on TikTok. And he keeps coming up with different ways to play the game. He had a bunch of bananas hooked up, and all the bananas correspond to different buttons. And he had electrical charges. And he was like, "Here's my dodge, and here's my thing." And he was actually beating bosses like that, bruh. Insane. He struggled for an hour or so, and then he got it together. You can always learn. No one here is incapable of just learning. Yeah, unless you're, you're actually. It bumps you're me doing- out. You know, that's also, I guess, like I'm against some more controversial topics, but uh, I think it it goes into this point about ableism that like (laughs) it goes into the point about ableism that like I think that has been bothering me as of late, like where people like are saying that they are being discriminated upon when things aren't as easy in a way for them. And I think like that's the incorrect use of ableism uh in my personal opinion maybe i'm wrong i would love to hear people's opinions say it i'm sorry so people what about this yeah go ahead ahead. or we're like there was this mm -hmm. this concert in in uh, austin Mm -hmm. we're like they didn't have uh ramps wheelchair accessible areas yeah and didn't have wheelchairs so this guy was on crutches and he like ruined his foot that was healthy because he was on crutches in this whole outdoor concert Mm. and he said i should have access to this even though i'm on crutches so it's kind of ableist to not provide that for us. I feel like that's fair. Like I think, yeah, I think that's, that's fair. That's fair. Like where I think like, yeah, we should be allowing more access to for people like who are disabled in whatever way, right? Yes, yeah, like ac- accessibility. Right? Yeah, exa- exactly. Accessibility. Like I definitely want more ramps, uh, especially like when possible, elevators instead of stairs, you know, like impossible. Um you know, like even like with these games, like maybe there needs to be like accessible controllers or you know accessible um colors on the There's tv screens yes yeah, things to make things it like that. so that way is it, it the openness is available for people to play you know and um the, well, the, there's this one guy that uh mm-hmm. just to interject a dota reference because i know mm-hmm. you guys love dota <laughs> there's this one guy who he has only movement of like two fingers or something mm. and he has a dota setup where he has his two fingers connected to you know these two different controllers and then he has an eye tracker that tracks his eyes mm. and he plays dota with his friends that he played dota with before his accident that's dope and he's like archon 4 or something which is above average so half of the dota players are worse than this guy who <laughs> only has you know access who only has two fingers in his eyes to play with man so there are ways to overcome it yep there are definitely but- ways you just get to figure it out. Like playing the normal way doesn't have to be the only way to play something. But um, it is it is satisfying. I watched this one streamer right. play it for a week straight, like full-time streamer. So she's streaming like 10 hours a day on the same boss on wow, Mark. 10 hours. <laughs> and she refused to summon. She refused to use magic. She wouldn't level. Her, she had level one weapon. She didn't wow. upgrade the weapon. And she was so happy whenever she killed him. She was like yes. hooked on the game forever. Wow. Like she's going to love Souls games forever because that feeling like you didn't upgrade anything. You just got better. You got uh-huh. so much better. And then like every boss is easy after that. <laughs> right. You're just golden. And then I think that's the, you know, if you go up the hill, it really sucks. Yes. And if you slide down, it sucks even more. But well, if, you can thing, go over up, the if, you, if you can climb the hill, sliding down is hella fun. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Exactly. If you, if you never go up to the hill in the first place, you just walk at the same pace. And you're just like, I guess this is what it is. Yeah. Like you got to go up those hard hills. It just yeah. makes it so much more worth it. But Absolutely. I, I, I want me the, the the point. Sorry, the point I was bringing up before is like when people were saying that this game is discriminatory because they can't get past it, you know, and like and it's, it's a form of ableism. 
and I like that bothers me so much. Like, because I'm like, I feel like it's being misused uh, mm-hmm. to justify them, you know, not to justify them failing. Honestly, you know, it's like yeah, I absolutely. I, I feel like that's like inappropriate and it's like co-opting the real life movement to like try to get accessibility. You know, I, I, for right. me, it, it sounds like I want to do a marathon, but the marathon is too hard. It needs to be accessible. And I'm like, that's that, you know, this is ableist. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think an ableist uh, marathon would be like, I can't go on crutches or on my wheelchair or it's confusing to me for some reason, you know, like, and that's not the goal of this, you know, like, yeah, I the can't thing do- is, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can be in a wheelchair and enter a marathon. It's People accessible. You can do it. Yeah. Will you succeed to be the best? Maybe not. But you can absolutely do it. Um, I do want to say, adding on to that, we have a friend, me and guys, there's a guy named Cameron Alexander. He's not my friend Cameron now, Boo. unfortunately. Yeah. He, he's um, <laughs> nah, he's um, he's got cerebral palsy. And he loves Souls games. He literally, when I play versus games, like fighting games with him, uh, I, I would stomp his ass out because, like, I play fighting games a lot. But he's always like, yeah, my hand – like, I asked him about it. He's like, my hands kind of cramp up sometimes. Like, me trying to put in the, the input some, like, so quickly. Yeah. I used to go to his house and just watch him play Souls games. And this man would literally be shaking his hands out and, like, going back into it and beating Dang. bosses. Yeah, there and you I'm go. like, he has lower reaction than y'all just because he can't move his hands as fast. Like, his dexterity with his fingers is just slower. And he's still doing better than some of y'all. And then there's another guy in the fighting game community, actually. His name is Broly Legs. Dude has all sorts of body problems. Has to use his mouth to like move himself around when he plays Street Fighter. And he still stomps people out at tournaments. Like accessibility is like, th- there is the normal way to play. But there's also the way you find a- attainable or accessible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, not, it's not about like, uh, you can play, you can play a fighting game. Like there's been a guy who even played um, fighting games blind. He used to play Dragon Ball Z Budokai wow. 2, I believe. He did it blind. He's like, I can hear the characters yelling. I kind of hear the wow. footsteps. Yeah, he learned how to play like that. He, he would beat people up. <laughs> I don't know how good he really was, but he was playing. Hey, playing. But, I mean, I feel like that's a gap that we can maybe bridge with technology. Like, there's some kind of, like, haptic feedback mm-hmm. that we can provide. And sound yeah. helps, like he said. Like, I think, like, shrinking that gap is, is you know, helping people out. That's the true but, ableism, I think. Exactly. That we're, if you say that, oh, don't help them, you know? Yeah, like we're like, I think like it, that's why it bums me out that like people are saying, oh, because I have like an attention span, attention span type of deal or dyslexia or something like that. And that's why I can't play Elden Ring. And I'm like, really? It is like, is that, you know, like if that's the reason, then sure, you know, like or some sort of mental type of deal, you know, then I can't play this video game. And it's like for me, I was like, I would love if people were just like, no, I this game is not for me. I think that's totally fair to be like this game's not for me. I don't like it. And I think that's totally fair too. You can say I don't like this game because it's you know it's too hard for me. You know, no one told you you had to play this game. But and that's the beauty about like modern media is you can watch people play it and you can be have just as much fun watching. I said that too. I was like, you can watch streamers, you can watch yeah. us on YouTube, you can get help, you can do so many things to enjoy and participate in the community. And to sort of cast like an aspersion on the game because you can't do it, I think that's bad, you know. And but then you know people are going to be it, like, "Ah, oh, you're discriminating against people." And it opens up a can of worms of like craziness, like where we could really just push the limits on this, being like skateboarding, X Games, ableist, like because not everyone can do it. Like the things is that that's reality. Um, we can't do everything. 
Yeah, I'm not saying this to be like some hard ass. But it's the truth, though, unfortunately. The the Mm -hmm. truth of the matter is this is how reality works. Not everything is accessible to everyone. Everyone can do everything. You know, exactly. Not everything is meant for everybody. I think there is a beauty in some games just being functionally hard. You know, it's one thing if it's just like even like games like Quop, you know, like the one you put to control the legs, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, like those are like hard to control, but at the same time, they're not impossible to get through. You know, like they, in fact, many people have gotten through and it just takes a lot of dedication to learn like how this <coughs> game goes. You know, like instead of saying you can absolutely say this game sucks. It's not for me. I don't want to learn like what it takes to get better. But at the same time, don't be like the game sucks unless the game it isn't good in a way, but I don't know. That's, that's a whole different thing. But, you know, I think for me, it just bothered me, like, how people are wanting to blame everything but themselves in a way, right? Yeah, I actually yeah. heard that opinion, guys. Um, I heard there's a, a reviewer, a game reviewer, who's hella mad. I was watching YouTube, to be honest. And he uh-huh. was saying it was poor game design. He's like, this game punishes you so so hard for making one mistake. It, it's like, I shouldn't be making one mistake and being killed for it. That's poor game design. I'm like, that's... And I, I hated that he said that because it's not poor game design if the game was designed to do that. Yeah. Poor yeah. game design is if the controls don't work correctly. Exactly. Poor game design is when, like yeah, you're they clipping. Have, that, yeah. They, yeah. But they didn't, yeah, like, they didn't anticipate things to be as difficult as they as a war or as it was. That's poor game design. But everything that was that, even the market battle initially, they just patched it within the same day. Like it was the very next day, the market, they were like, oh, my bad, guys. That was a little it's bit It's still too hard, difficult. though. Yeah. It's, you could beat them. I beat them at 25 or something or 30, I think. Yeah. And the thing is, like, he'll he'll tell you, put these foolish ambitions to rest when he kills you. And so if you're new and you're, like, going straight to him, you're, like, level 15 or something, he's going to keep telling you to put your foolish ambitions to rest. And then there's you're going to get mad. <laughs> yeah. It, there's it's, a whole it, world in this game, guys. You can just go anywhere else and get better. That's what <laughs> I did. I, I tried for, like, two hours. I was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> Left, went to the south side of the map, did all this stuff, came back and whooped his ass. It felt so justified in everything I did. <laughs> That's dope. I okay. I'm gonna get this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting a PS5, and then I'm gonna get the game, and hopefully I'll be in time to play with the world. Hopefully, then I'll move on to another game. You know, I can, I feel like I like people just move on to games so quickly, and I'm just like, and, ah. but I feel like what's special about this is that we all share these moments. Yes, yes. Just because the way it's designed, like we're forced to go a certain way. Sometimes it's open. But we all have like these connections in certain places, mm-hmm. and I think that's dope. I think that's, that's what really makes. User. Yeah, if you're a magic user, you're probably cheating. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, in PvP, you'll see them everywhere. I don't think I found a single guy I invaded that wasn't a magic user. Wow. But I think <laughs> I'm gonna. That makes me feel better about killing them. So. You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's fine. I feel Dodge you. I magic. Feel you, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a not melee guy, but like a sword guy exactly or something like want. that. I'll see, I'll see. Actually, no, who knows? I don't even know how I'm gonna be in this game. I usually am not a magic guy, but I like doing like a balance of things. But we'll see. Bro, I've seen his Bloodborne build. Yeah, it is literally even every single stat. Oh, <laughs> like, he's got like 35 and every. And I'll say, hey, that's 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 a unique way to play. Yeah, yeah it is. I think it'd be fun. I, I to see yeah. how well you would develop through the game. I think it's interesting because I'm running a dex build. I'm thinking about. Uh, respecting, but it's like I would love to see how you develop because then you'll have faith. You'll be able to do incantations. Yeah. You have a little bit of magic. You'll basically be a, a magical clergy swordsman. Yeah, I'd honestly, love to see how that, that works out. Right up my alley. I would love to be able to heal myself and others if possible, and you know, whack people with a sword. That's usually yeah, how I I do it. There's a lot then, of swords, Godzilla. There's oh, curved yeah. swords, great swords. Uh, what is it? There's the what do they call the sandals? straight swords? There's uh, straight swords, the larger swords. 
Yeah, those are great the, swords. There's those, colossal sword. weapons. Colossal swords. Oh. There's a, I probably won't do those because like those have, are just strength builds, right? Well, I mean, if you're leveling up everything, you can get whatever you can use whatever you pick up. Dope. I mean, I guess I'm there's not that many weapons that are like super high hard requirements. If, Highs into like you, thirty something, probably. If you two hand, then it boosts your stats by fifty percent. So if you have thirty strength, uh, then you can okay. forty five. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll I will jump into it then. I also wanted to bring up another controversial topic, especially. Oh, well, let's about... transition. Okay, so yes. I saw this clip in Elden Ring uh-huh. where this guy got invaded, and the invader was called Will Smith. And Will Smith walked up to him with a fist weapon and slapped him. <laughs> and then he walked back and he left. Uh, wow. <laughs> that's he perfect. returned that's, to his world. That's a transition right there. Like yes. I definitely wanted to talk about the Will Smith uh, situation. Uh, and that was perfect. Um, so everyone talked about it. It's pretty much ad nauseum at this point. But at the same time, I thought we would have some pretty good points. And not talk about it too long, but, you know, just talk right. about it, bring our own two points. Um, so I also posted on Facebook. Um, I love arguing with people on Facebook. <laughs> Not too often, but I do love arguing. All right. And um, I was I said that I thought Will Smith wasn't correct. Like, the, like the day after I was like, one, the memes are great. I'm I'm happy we got some new meme content. But two, I think Will Smith is in the wrong. Three, I love Will Smith, like have loved him for decades and will continue to support him. But I think that he was wrong in slapping chris rock and for the point that i didn't point because i didn't want to get canceled but fuck it i'll say it on here um that joke was not that bad it was like that would have blown me up on the internet bro <laughs> it's like people were ready to be because people the biggest point that people were saying is like no will smith was justified in slapping chris rock because he's making fun of his wife with a medical condition no back to the ableism part thing and i'm just like i can't i and i was about to say it but i didn't because i'm like i'm not trying to get canceled on my facebook but at the same time one of these days i'm just gonna do it can i speak on that real quick go ahead go ahead yeah please so i i literally didn't respond because i went i i literally at one point i typed up uh, two senses worth of a, of a thing for Facebook, and I was like, nope, on, and I deleted on it. that or a different on different posts? on that topic. I oh, man. like, yeah, I was like, I typed up some stuff, and I was like, nah, I don't care to all these people. Like, I was gonna be mad. I knew it. Yeah. I set myself up, so I just deleted it. But I gave it some That's days, and like, yeah, bro, it's one of those things where it's like, let's be realistic here. Um, it is not okay to hit someone for saying some stuff. No, I've been told that my whole life. I'm not right. supposed to be hitting people. I can't put my hands on people for them saying things to me. Mm-hmm. That hurt your that. feelings? I Bruh, I used to do that when I was a child. When I was a teenager, even. I would do that. People would get mad. I'd talk mad shit back to them, hoping they'd hit me and then get into it immediately. That is something I would do when I was a teenage boy growing up. As an adult, I've been told the rules of the land. I cannot hit people in society <laughs> for saying things to me. That is the rules, and we've all abided by that, and that's the reason some people are still alive. That's that's like that's not me. That's for everybody uh-huh. because people are protected by laws. We cannot then take those laws away because someone said something about someone we care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like not just laws; it's like a social contract. Exactly. Like, yeah. We're that's all here. We all like... trust each other. We're all friends here. Mm-hmm. And if I say something, you're not going to slap me. Like that's mm-hmm. a deal that we make, you know, informally. Now exactly. that being said, I love Will Smith. I said this uh, not on the podcast, but I said this before. I thought he was one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah, same. In my life to this day. I still like same. him. I still think he's mm-hmm. a great guy. I think he made a mistake. He probably got emotional, or maybe we can we can speculate and be like, oh well, you know, Jerry gave him the look, or or oh, it's a buildup of things through his past, and you know, we can speculate a lot of things. But what we do know, factual, is that Chris Rock said a joke. 
Will Smith heard the joke. Will Smith got up and hit him. Yes. That's what we know. Now, not speculating anything. Yeah. We're not going to say, well, Jada gave him the look. We're not going to say uh, 8,000. Was that action correct? No. Now, that being said, it's like, uh, it's like, can you sympathize for him? Can you empathize yes. with him? Yes. I think I two things it. can be true at the same time. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. I think you said that, it very well. hard for people. Yeah. yeah. To like, believe, no, like you know, it has to be things. one or the other. I'm like, no, right. I can absolutely empathize with him, you know, that he's going through a lot of shit. You know, like maybe Jada mm-hmm. flashed him a look and was like, take care of it somehow, you know? But I saw at the, the same time, yeah. that's not the way to, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not actually, the way. Yeah, go ahead. It actually was brought up in, a, a, I think, his book. Um, I think Charlemagne the God brought it up. Yeah. And Will's mm-hmm. book that he released that oh, Will has felt like he hasn't had his family's back in the past. Like, he didn't feel like the hero he wanted to be. Like, he's like, I want to I want to be able to stand, like show my family that I can stand up for him. Such mm-hmm. a, such a, something to that effect. He said that in his book. Now, that could be dry, driven from the idea that when Jaden or when, uh, you know, when Jaden was coming up, like, Will was always trying to calm, calm Jaden down. It was always like, ah, don't let these people affect you. But it's like, as a man, I feel like a lot of us feel like we want to be the protector of our people, right? And now that you're getting older in age, there's no one's just confronting you and trying to fight you anymore. So we don't get that that angst out, right? We're just like, mm-hmm. I wish someone would step to my family so I could kill them. <laughs> like, as guys, we always want this, like, fantasy thing to happen. But you're getting older. <laughs> Will, Will's like, what is he, 48, 50? Yeah, That's not I think happening. he's at 50, yeah. So, like, to him, he hasn't, I guess, according to Charlemagne, he expressed that he wasn't getting – he didn't feel like he was protecting his family enough. Like they were being under they were under scrutinized uh, scrutinization all the time, and he wasn't. He didn't feel like he was stepping up for them the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is his big move. Like I'm not letting them just do this to my wife. It was the wrong way to go about it. And I actually talked to my friend Jerome about this. Um, the whole keep your my wife's name at your motherfucking mouth thing. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen niggas get mad before. <laughs> that looked to me like. A dude who was trying to show you how mad he was. Yes, to put, uh, it, it, might, it definitely like made me feel like that, and that is speculation, of course. Yeah. this is not absolute truth. That's what it For looked sure. like. I was not, when he said that, I didn't go, "Oh my god, he's terrifying." I was mm-hmm. like, "Bro, you're putting, you're doing a lot right now." Yeah, mm-hmm. calm it down, calm it down. Yeah, uh, you guys good. see the RDC video? Shout out yes, to and that came out like an hour after it happened. They don't so miss, bro. They, they're smart with it. I like it. But I'm you know sure. the emotion that like he was playing Chris Rock as, I feel like Will Smith would have that exact emotion if he didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Where he would be yeah. like, oh, I, I could have gone up there and I could have slapped him. You know yeah. what I mean? Although he would have been like thinking that it's the fantasy in his head. Yes, the but fantasy But he just decided to sure. do it because whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I feel I, like there's that drive that people have like, oh, I, I could have just done this. Yeah. And he, he actually did it. Yeah. Although we all see, at least I, I'm hoping that we all see, this wasn't the move to make. I think, like, <laughs> right, right. Like, because I'm not saying that he shouldn't have said anything or done anything, even though personally I'm like, this joke was just so whatever that doesn't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I was like, this is such a low stakes joke. And everyone that is building it up to be more than it was, I think that's just way out of pocket, personally. That's why I don't like the ableism. I don't like the ableism point. But what I, I'm thinking is, like, I think Will Smith could have done this in such a better way like where it's like wait 10 minutes and get your you know best actor award and then you can say some shit about him of course you maybe you didn't know that he's gonna win but the you know the obvious thing to me is like just wait until after the show and you can make a live stream and be like man fuck chris rock he said this or you just it, call him up and be like hey bro i don't appreciate this right i mean now. He, that's the it. best thing to have done to be to have done like yeah, if you he, he just the, talked one-on-one with him the idea that he fact. could walk up there and put his arm on him and be like you shouldn't have said that yeah and then like walk back 
Like he's still making a scene. He's still proving a point. He's still, exactly. It, it wasn't violent. So. Again, as as a, as a man that's chilling, you would be like, look how I'm outputting this guy right now. Yeah, imposing. Yeah, yeah. You want that so bad, and it's not the way the world works right now. We yeah. don't do that to each other. You're not you're not supposed to hit a dude. Uh, yeah. I, I can't get beyond that. Can I cite? Can, can I like slide Go to ahead. like a little point real quick? Go ahead. There was a time, and Godzilla knows about it, and I don't know if Sam knows about it. But there's a time um, I was coming back from this hookah lounge, like maybe um, I guess four months, five months ago now. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I'm not very comfortable with the time. I'm terrible with time. Uh-huh. But um, I was coming back from a hookah lounge, and I was wearing like some real baggy stuff. So I guess I didn't look very intimidating that day. A lot of floral stuff. <laughs> but uh, times have changed. I, you know, it's good. You get more aggro if you're. <laughs> you're no, it's just. It's just. I think people try you more when they don't know uh, that you're physically in shape. Uh-huh. So I just look like some some guy. Um, and I probably looked a little, you know, like, so I, I'm going through this alley, I'm getting into my car, I'm going through this alley, leave from the parking lot. And this dude, it's a Friday night, I believe. There's a lot of bars in the area I was living before. So people are drunk. Dude, like six, two white guy comes up to me. And he, he didn't look very intimidating himself. He was like wearing like very clean cut stuff. And he came to me and he like put his hands on, me. didn't hit me, but he put his hands on me and was like, trying to knock me to the floor, like try to take me over. Now, it, it was one of those things where, okay, for one, I wasn't overly scared because, like, I my first thought, I remember when it happened, my first thing was I looked down and I was like, does he have a knife? Like, that was my thought. I was like, yeah. does he have a knife? But he didn't. Both his hands were on me. So I was like, okay, because then he moved his, his right hand up and put it on me, too. And I was like, okay, this is a lot. Um, and my brain was just, like, in the moment, it was really weird. It was a very weird situation to judge. But I was like, I looked at him and he was looking dead. He was looking me dead in my eyes. And I was like, uh... And he tried to trip me. I remember this. And I kind of just like adjusted my feet. And he tried to trip me again. And I adjusted my feet again. I was like, and I was like, hey, man, uh, are you all right? <laughs> because for one, here's the thing. The only reason that reaction is allowed is because I I think years of the, the whole MMA fighting thing makes it to where those type of situations don't freak me out. Like <laughs> fighting uh-huh. isn't like a thing that freaks me it out. Right? It doesn't set the flight or flight in you right there. Yeah, that's, I think that's why this story sounds a little weird. Um, if I was like, the, not a normal The intention person, of it. Is, right. is huge. Like he's trying to really mess you up, and you don't know what he is going to do if he gets you on the ground. Mm. If he if it goes like he thinks it's going to go, if he gets me on the ground, I kill him anyway. Sam. <laughs> I, yeah. I know, but I'm saying let's, like let's in his mind, in his yeah. mind, like right, you're right, a stranger, right. and he's like you know going to do something. He's messing with no, the wrong think, person for sure. Like he's. But yeah, I mean, I think, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to. Uh, like all jokes and all, all all alpha jokes aside, at the time I remember feeling very like not calm but very focused on what was mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. And my brain was just thinking like uh, through a, like a bunch of stuff scenarios, and I was like, okay, he doesn't have a weapon. We're, he's trying to do this weird trip thing to me. And then I asked him like, sure. I was like, dude, like, are, are you all right? And he was he kind of said some weird shit. He was like, oh yeah, sorry, man. I don't know how I tripped him. Put my hands on you. It was yeah, it was that weird. Saying that face you made is exactly what I did. I looked at him and was like, what? Like, and he was just looking at me. And then he took like a step back. We were like about a foot and a half away from each other, and we're still in this alley. And I was just like, he's like. I was like, hey, man, like, uh, I was looking around. I was like, yo, are you all right? Is everything going all right? Because, like, maybe he's going through something. Maybe a breakup just happened. Maybe. I don't know. But in the situation, for me personally, it's like, yeah, I get I get it. Everyone's probably like, bro, you could have hit him. I get that. But given the circumstance, like, I was like, I didn't feel like I was in any threat. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, and it was just one of those things where I was just like, yo, maybe something's going on with him, bro. And I think that's why – and I say this to say – that there's more to the story, but we don't have to go into all that. 
I say this to say that Chris Rock could have possibly had that same situation with, with Rock, uh, Will Smith. Mm. Because like I think Chris Rock being from Brooklyn, New York in the in the eighties and nineties, and all Willis would, would would love to smack this guy back for coming up here and hitting him. But I think knowing that you're on stage, hey, there's probably something that's going wrong with this guy. Like this is not Will Smith. I think everyone there knew that Will Smith is all that Will Smith does is post shit about how positive he is. And then he came up and smacked a guy and then tried to act tough. And Chris didn't seem threatened. Chris was like, all right, bro, we get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, relax. Yeah. I believe Chris in those situations is going through the same thing of like, what the hell? What are you doing? Very much. Like, he was very professional, you know, because I mean, he could have escalated the whole situation, but he was just sort of like, just try and chill it down, you know, and just try well, yeah. to well, understand you know you the got situation. Two black fighting on stage, is that what yeah. we want? And yeah, then we exactly. have a whole. That's a whole different conversation, Sam. Now it's no longer oh, yeah. Chris Rock hit or Will Smith hit this guy. Now it's yo, I can't believe these. Like Twitter's gonna be, I can't believe these these people. These niggas are fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, these they still said that. Stages. They still said stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because it, it could have definitely like blown up. But a imagine lot a brawl. Imagine yeah. two yeah. brawling like, on the Oscars. You know, take the shirt off, and they're just like, yeah. we'll never bring black people on the stage again. Yeah, <laughs> no black people ever win Oscars in the first place. All right. Like this is the first time Samuel L. Jackson just got an award. It's 2022. Right. Wasn't this like Samuel L. Jackson just got awarded? Right. I was like, this is just his first one too. Right. Like, that's the wild thing about this whole Nothing situation. for Django? You're telling me Samuel L. Jackson couldn't get an award for even that? Oh, he killed man. that movie. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. made me hate him. I was like, I hate <laughs> this guy. <clears throat> I hate that the truth. You know, like, that's a great point. And, it's, yeah, it's very disappointing. But, like, like, for me, it's like I definitely understand Will's mentality, you know, being a nice guy and then thinking that everyone's just sort of walking over you in a sense, you know, and, like, yeah. blowing up at the wrong time. Like, I've done that, you know, like, where – people that like you know like or i've blown up at the wrong time at people and you know like you know that's why i sympathize and like empathize and sympathize with will smith because you know i feel like i have gone through that myself you felt like you had to stand your ground yeah and you might have been at at the the wrong wrong time time. at at a point that is like is not really this wasn't really that crucial of an event to to do that to boss up like that you know to to put your hands on another person like that you know Mm -hmm. um and like i think that's why i have to say like yeah it's inappropriate it's not good i definitely empathize and understand where he's coming from but at the same time it's not good and then also for me it's like what's worse is to see like so many progressives like i consider myself a progressive and to see so many uh people saying that it's okay to do to fight to to do violence in this situation to stand up for your woman like this you know and that bumps me out a lot. It's just sort of like, y'all, like, weren't we just condemning Chappelle, like, a few months ago? Like, about, you know, your words can be violence. And then now... Was, actual violence. Actual yeah. violence. And you guys aren't <clears throat> condemning it just because we love Will Smith. And then also because it's supposed to be in defense of a, of a woman. But that's not even something that was even asked for. At least, you know, at least as far as mm-hmm. we know, it wasn't something that was, like... Will go do something. Go go get him right now. You know. I mean, I think it's it's ultimately like a an optics thing, like saving face type of thing. Mm. Like if he were to go to Chris Rock after the show and slap him the same exact way, no like it would be know. way different. Yeah, it wasn't in front of the world. It wasn't right like a, in front of his girl immediately after. Like mm-hmm. it, that. I think that was really what made premeditated him. or like I, I yeah, say, kind of, I'm sure there's people that are like listening and being like, well, what about the alopecia? Um, and I, I was trying to cover that in my initial statement when I, when I initially started talking that we don't even know if Chris Rock knew she had that. I, I want to say not written the joke. Again, right. two, two, that's not a disability. I want to also say that. I know people have been confused. 
alopecia is not a disability. No. Nah. It. How many people have we made fun of? How many? How many men have we made fun of for being bald? <laughs> for I bald, mean, quite a few, I guess, right? But it, it's a very normal thing. Yeah. Uh, the toupee jokes, ripping their yeah. hair off. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I think get women are a little bit more um, um, susceptible to beauty jokes. It's more like, tied to their identity, I think. Their hair. Right, I get that. Um, but there's so few women being bald jokes. You have to reach that far back. Yeah, to get women one. being bald. Like, that was not a good joke because there's not that many to you know. There's not that many options. Yeah, right. Because yeah, I mean, yeah, like GI Jane. Like I didn't laugh because I was like, I don't really know what GI Jane is. You know, I'm. I mean, I know the movie, and like the actress was like hot in that movie. It was a yeah. good movie, like for her. Yeah, it made her look like super strong, and she was a marine kicking ass and stuff. Like, yeah. If anything, yeah, like like, it should have been taken as like this is like a sort of empowerment type of deal versus like how hey, you I don't bald. know if it should be taken that way, but I, don't I know, know what you like, mean. Yeah. Normally when I see bald girls, I look at them like, oh, those are powerful chicks. Yeah. You know, I see a bald I mean, woman, I'm like, yo, she she's really out here just doing it. Like she doesn't Exactly. Fuck. I mean, we, yeah. I think about Black Panther and like yeah. all those women, uh, the the Malaji <laughs> the uh, the Dora Malaji, yeah, like and like I loved them. I was like, these women are great. Um Dude, would that have been a better joke? Probably is that yeah, edgy yeah, to say that, to reference be, Black Panther? That, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, now I'm thinking about yeah, yeah, like that, can that, we see in Black Panther yeah, too. Boom, yeah, bro. You know that boom. You just wrote Chris Rock's joke right there. Yeah, because for me, I didn't know GI Jane. All right, so I was like, that's not. He funny. would not have gotten slapped if that was the joke. I think he probably might have still been slapped because she would have still re- registered the joke like a little late. Like, oh, he's starting my hair. Made that same face, and Will still would have felt like he had to stand up. I feel. I'm, I'm again. I'm just guessing, but I don't think it would. I don't think the joke was the. I'm gonna make that the fact that he made fun of her was the problem, not right. The how funny the, the funniness of the joke, I mean, yeah, because people will be yeah. mad at jokes if they're funny or not. I think you get well, away I with think, more if it is funny, but like, yeah, will still make fun of jokes. You'll get away with way more if it's funny. If people want to be upset, they will find ways to be upset. And the thing about jokes that makes it easy to make to be upset about is that jokes are literally poking fun at something, which means which you can be true. like, that's yeah. not correct, you can't poke fun at things. We have to be all serious all the time. <laughs> Bro, like I, I've heard, I've heard people, I've heard people tell me how to tell jokes and be like, you could, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. I'm like, but you're not funny, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you people are I mean? way like, too serious about things. You yeah, know? like uh, you have no sense of humor to begin with. Yeah, you know, like that's also something that's bumming me out. Like where I'm just seeing people who are way too serious all the time, just being like, you could, you should never make jokes about people at all. I'm just sort of like, y'all, it's like, are what we kind just of gonna, world do you want to live in? Right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm just sort of like, what type of jokes are, what, what are you hoping to to say or do, I guess, about this? You know, yeah. it's like we should just, just not talk about anybody ever again because they could get offended probably, right? Because is what that is what we're it? saying? What? It's you gotta like, do I'm your research. Say, if you, you you didn't shouldn't make a joke because you didn't do your research, I'm like, what? <laughs> and like nah. the alopecia thing, I've seen so many people like reaching, being like, oh, well, it was in a documentary in 2018. I was like, I, yeah. I was like, I've never even she heard about, about this documentary. Podcast. I'm like, nigga, who who knows Chris Rock is Chris Rock is watching Will Smith's wife's podcast, right? Come on, bro. I was I don't, like, I didn't know that. I didn't know she had alopecia until after I didn't the know that either. Like, I no was one, like, bro. No, not until that night, I was like, y'all, like, this is such a reach. And it's just sort of like, like, it bumps me out because it's just sort of like, this is not even an excuse. Like, I'm thinking, like, like, what's the worst case scenario, right? Like, whereas, like, Jada had, like, cancer, I guess, right? It's like, is that right. be, like, a case to... to... That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much she's crying at home about this, how much yeah. it really affects her and how much Will's there, like, talking her through it. I don't know how that's all working out. That could have been, again... 
we're speculating. This is not reality. This is just speculation. That could have been what set him off. He's like, you know what? Nah, like this, this is fucked up. Yeah. It didn't but seem I mean, like from the initial reaction of him laughing and then like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> After the look, I don't know if that was it. I don't know. But bro, but I don't think know. of all the people that are making the same joke now, but in different forms because of he, his actions. Yeah. You know, he brought so much more attention to it by yeah. doing this. People across the world who never would ever watch the Oscars in any case have seen this and are yeah. making jokes about it. So Absolutely. I mean, it really yeah. is the opposite effect. It really did, you know, like where, like, yeah, definitely, like, if we didn't want to talk about her alopecia, you know, it should, it, this was definitely not the way to go about it at all, you know? It was like, right. it, that's the bummer thing about it, all of it. You know, like, it's just, it it backfired so horribly. Um, and, yeah, for me, I think it's a bummer to see people, like, who are against violence in other forms. Sorry, I wish we had a live stream so we could talk to people about like their actual opinions in this right now. I really I want to hear fun. people responding yeah. like to these ideas. Hold on, I wish are we missing something to... here? Like, I, I don't remember the last time we were like, it's okay to hit people. I've never in my life, I've been here for 30 years. I know it's not a crazy amount of time, but not once it's been like, Josh, you're good to hit that guy in the face. <laughs> yeah. Don't I mean, worry, the law, fuck it. Tonight right. you're free. Like, right. that doesn't happen. That's not like that's not reality. Like, you have to. You have to temper yourself. You're supposed yep. to control those things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or sign up for a talk to Jake Paul and sign up a fucking match. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That would have like, been cool. Shit. You would have both made money. Yeah, yep. bro. It'd been cool. But it is let's what do it is. It. But yeah, no, we didn't go that route. You know, like where, it, like for me, it's like we didn't even go like steps one through four about like talking about it, even yelling from the seat, be like, bro, don't say that about my wife. You know, whatever. You know, we didn't say anything like that. And he walked up, and there's like this walk up period. Yeah, deliberate so walk. Yeah, just like. And he was thinking, he was like, a he was five second. It, it was, was like set. a five second walk, you know, like, whereas, like, that's a lot of time. He felt like, awkward, it felt like. I yeah, feel yeah, like. I, th- I think it's like, I got up, I'm on camera, fuck it, I'm just going to continue what I'm doing. Yeah. There's really good memes. I saw that JoJo one, like, immediately. Someone yeah. pumped that out, like, within seconds. I don't know how they did it, but... Yeah, actually, I made a joke about that <laughs> on the company account. <laughs> oh, it worked out. At least I didn't get in trouble, so, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, at the same time, yeah, I, lo- I love the jokes from it, though. You know, it's like, at least the jokes... The jokes have made... Memes have made the situation so much better throughout, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, when World War Three was happening about to happen in uh, january 2020 like i was happy yeah i was happy at least the memes made it a lot more palatable that is like all right maybe we might get drafted palatable yeah Yeah, i was like like, how do you say like okay like your mouth you're fine we got it thanks bro it was just it was like the way you enunciated it palatable it was still the right right word you're right all right hey you know hey i'll remember next time you mess up a word I got it. Oh, okay, fire. But he's gonna yes. come, come over. <laughs> but but uh yeah, it made it a lot more easy to swallow, you know. Um, you know, like and the ter- think, Yeah. Like that that action was like the biggest viral action you could take. You know what I mean? Because it's like controversial, like people will disagree on it. It's funny, it was kind of violent, and it was in front of everyone. And it's celebrities. Like, it's every ingredient of something that's going to spread everywhere. No. So I think, like, it's almost like Twitter's fault for creating this. Like, the algorithms 
led humanity to make this the epitome of this moment. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then also, and speaking I, of- I, I have to say, Jada didn't ha- do herself any favors, you know, by like putting herself in a situation of like going against like one of the most beloved people in, you know, in America. You know what I mean? Like, like where everything is that she has done, like in the relationship before this, you know, like, where, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like where All she that. hasn't like defended Will really you know like her like she just looks for put him on blast and then just been like it is what it is at least far as i've seen nothing public about like i'm you know this is you know i shouldn't have said this about my husband this wasn't you know a cool thing i'm sure like i wonder if their their marital problems are as deep as we all think they are and again because a lot of this we have to speculate because we don't know their actual lives true so i I really do want like from my perspective right now what it looks like what it looks like from what i saw was I imagine for one that they are having problems like expressing themselves with each other right now, or maybe they're she doesn't seem fulfilled in the relationship and you know they're sitting together because of the kids or whatever it might be. I don't really know, but I mean, the kids are older now, <laughs> they're grown, <laughs> right? Yeah, wait, yeah. they're still married, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. But like, it seems like they're just like really struggling. That's what it seemed like, especially with the way Jada was talking about him in the past. It seems mm-hmm. like they're struggling and he he feels maybe de- demasculated, so he feels like he needs to, uh, yeah. There's no D. Yeah, it's oh, emasculated. emasculated. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, there we so go. So he feels like he needs to possibly do something, right? Right. And that's I, that seems think, like the most. And it's again, I feel for him. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a hater of Will Smith. I feel like it's just a person. Like when it happened, when the, I had a, a roommate who showed it to me, a girl named Claudia was staying with me, and she showed it to me. She's like, "Did you see what happened to Will Smith? I came from like I don't remember where I came in from, and she showed me her phone. I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." And then I went and started gaming immediately. Right. I didn't talk about it because it's one of those things where it's like, that just seems like a person, like a normal person who overreacted to something. And that was right. then. I was surprised it took on like for a week and a half. People talking about that. I'm like, it's not that big a deal. It's not that It crucial. has all those factors. And I think, especially with like the way that celebrities are in our culture, it's like royal families. It's like, we don't have a queen. We don't have a king, but we have these celebrities that we can use their marriages the to model our marriages or vice versa like nah. i mean it, it's i get what you mean uh idol worship is definitely a thing in almost every culture someone has to be the idol right um, yeah, situation, I like, think you see these people on screen a lot like with yeah. kanye and kim like you see them on screen a lot you hear kanye a lot yeah and whenever they break up it's like you know it's a big deal it's like people neighbors breaking up like they feel like they're associated with them somehow so i mean their mental problems maybe it's like none of our business but it's still we no, still just, know it about just didn't it. seem like that big should. a deal. Like he didn't punch him. He he kind of open hand hit him, and Chris was like, "Bro, relax." To me, and I, Will I, was just upset. I think the worst thing about it, personally, is that like it's breaking the social contract of like yes. you're not supposed to be hitting people for what they say, especially comedians. Right. You're not supposed to be hitting comedians for what they say, um, just because you don't like it, you know. And it's because it's America's favorite guy right now honestly still one of the favorite guys you know like uh breaking this social construct or social norm i think is making like it 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 sort of makes the whole situation worse i think you're right you know what i i had to recede what i said earlier slightly i think rescind yeah rescind rescind Rescind. Uh, what i said earlier uh because i feel like i might be okay i might have not taken it that seriously because of all the the MMA trading, all the uh-huh. all the fighting and all the fights I'm constantly watching. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why I didn't like think I was like, this doesn't seem like a big deal. I was like, he like, didn't like really that, hit him. It's not like, honestly like, yeah, it's, it's like like if if America was as mature 
you know, are filled with mature people, then absolutely, Josh, you were absolutely right. There's so much more shit in the world we should be talking about. But but like that dude in the sh- in the alley, like to me, that seems like you're being attacked. Like someone, yeah, you're talking about is uh, the, an the, enemy instantly. Talking like about the, the guy who raped the, the woman in yeah. the no, no, alley. I'm talking about Josh's story. Oh god, in that situation where this guy's trying to like leg sweep you and like that that's a really hostile action. Yeah, and I I think that's a big deal. Like, the, okay. But it's only not a big deal because you can handle it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the someone's declaring war on you. Sensibilities are different in my head. Like what right. is like dangerous. And I know yeah. that sounds ridiculous, and I, I'd like to preface that with like, there's been other situations that we've we've been or that I guess you guys have been with, you guys know about. Uh, we had a guy who came to my house back when I was living in Tarot and like put his hands on me like in my house. Yeah. And our whole friend group understood what happened there, and I didn't fight that guy either. But he was in my house. I had all the rights to it. But like again, I didn't feel threatened as much as I was trying to explain myself to him. I was like, hey man, like relax. Hey, like this is not that. This is not to be all this. And he kept trying to like fight me on some crazy shit. Um. And that's but, like that's that's really how but, you would. That's the dream scenario, like to be able to not be afraid because you oh, can yeah. deal with it. I feel it. like most people. Here's the thing: I feel like most people jump at the opportunity to hit somebody because they want to get that frustration. I don't. I don't think I have that frustration because I'm because again, I'm I was training for MMA all the time back then. Yeah. So it's like I mean, fighting people is so normal. It's such a normal part of life. Like oh, we swing at each other. Then we we're friends afterwards. And it's like, but you know, I'm not. You know, it's whatever. But like, I mean, I feel it's like for a like, normal person, this is like a high stake situation. Like, oh my god! But you're Fight. being attacked. Like, imagine you're driving your car and someone swerves, like trying to hit you. Now imagine and, like you can dodge it, but like that's um, like okay, you're being attacked. This. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine like a crazy situation with a car wreck, but you're a professional driver. Like you're a professional like NASCAR driver. Yeah, it's not right. near like when you get bumped, you're not freaking out like ah, I'm over adjusting and everything. You're just kind of like or like whoa, a stunt whoa, driver, whoa, whoa. and you're used to it. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's someone on the street. Purposely like driving this, you know, I, I get it. weapon. I, I and like you said, you actually said it perfectly. There was a situation when I went back in, when I went upstairs after the whole situation happened. Like there was a little bit more that happened after that. But when I went upstairs, I immediately went on. I got on Discord. And I told my friend, uh, even and a friend of mine named Justine. I told Helen, and I told them about what happened. And they were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is." I feel upset now after the fact. Like, after I the fact, just whooped his ass. <laughs> yeah. I should have absolutely whooped his. But we also thought, thought about it because like. Yeah, what it, he might be going through. Yeah, because that's the thing. In reality, I know it doesn't. It sounds stupid, but it's like when you know something doesn't seem right. Like for me in that situation, I knew something. Like this didn't seem like an angry person. It seemed like something was wrong with him. Like I don't know if this dude had like something going off. He was on drugs. I know none of these are justifiable for like what he did, and I, and I should have defended myself first in hindsight. Well, I'm not saying you should have. I'm not saying you did the wrong thing, but I'm saying yeah. it's a. It's we an impressive home, no thing you can, and he can yeah. think about it. Maybe he doesn't think, but maybe he thought, thought he was going to whoop my ass. Possibly, that's, that's what bothered like. me more. In my head, I was like, oh, he probably thought he <laughs> yeah, got away right. with it. He probably thought I was scared of him. Like that's what got on my nerves. Being like that weird masculinity we have, I was like, he probably thought he, he would have whooped my ass. I should have fucking just stomped his ass out in the in the lot. But also, if I continue the story, he had like five white girls with him, and they were scared of me. Like they were honestly, scared. Mm. it seemed like four of them specifically were terrified of me, mm. and. uh if I, because one of them, like after we and me and him sat in that that little pocket and talked for a second, like I was like, "Yo, what is going on? Like, you all right?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm fine, dude." Like, Dah. one of the girls, like his name was Dean. One of the girls was like yelling his name, and she came around the corner and saw us in the alley. So imagine in the reality where I beat that guy's ass in that ten seconds in between her. He would have made everything worse I'm for you. Fucked. I yeah. am absolute. This dude looks clean cut, white dude, and I beat this dude up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, bro. She takes off running, tells her friends. All of a sudden, I'm like running to my apartment trying to get away from the situation. They're telling me what I what, they, what I look like. I could get caught on a camera in the in the 
little area. Bro, yeah, like, it could have been bad. So honestly, this is the this is the good um the good this, ending. Yeah. Yeah, this is the good uh, universe where I didn't put my hands on anybody and you know, patience came through for me, but it, That's impressive, yeah. It, it, I think that's it, the it best is great on you, you know, the like best it's outcome. a level it's a level that I don't think like a lot of people are, are on. One, not physically on. Like they're not able to at least feel physically so I yeah, get it. Exactly. Feel physically like secure in themselves, right? Like to be like, okay, I'm not gonna freak out or like you know, most people don't even think about like what's the worst situation that could happen and then they're able to work on that, you know? Um, you know, just being calm under pressure, like being threatened much. and being able to think quickly. Yep. I mean, yeah. that's not. Yep. Um, that's, and, that's impressive. And then, too, yeah, it's like I, you know, I wouldn't blame someone. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have blamed you if you have went off on that guy. But it's really good that you were able to keep your emotions under control. But unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are able to do that, you know, like to to just have emotions under control, you know, like they want people, like, as you said way earlier, people want an excuse to, to wild them out. Right. Yeah. They like do that they, on Facebook. That's like their, that's their way of doing it. Like the yep. justification of being like, you're a fucking idiot. Yep. Like they want you to say one thing wrong so they could like then be angry. And then honestly, I found myself on Facebook doing that a lot too. And God's seen it. Uh, and I'm sure God's does it too. And Sam has to probably, I mean, I mean, Sam doesn't fucking deal with <laughs> Sam's it's above true. all of us. Uh, but it's like people will say things and like I'll have a rebuttal like, hey, like I think whatever. And they will immediately be angry. And I'm like, hey, I have to immediately de-escalate the situation. Be like, guys, like, yo, can we get rid of the lulls at the end of the sentence? Can we can we stop being rude for no reason? I just, like, I just had an opinion. And right. they're like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I just thought, you know, the way people come on here all the time. I'm like, I mean, you're just you're waiting for somebody. Like they did. Yeah. yeah, you you want to so badly get like in someone's face and like completely smash them. And I think it might be it might be um, symptoms of a, a repressed society to an extent, but I don't know. I feel like we should probably just learn to control that, get rid of those urges altogether. We have because, to. like, let's be real. Our society is very like uh, as compared to the rest of the animal kingdom. And again, like I said this before, we're we're pretty much animals that can think on a higher level. We're not above our initial feelings of wanting to be like, yo, fuck that guy all mm-hmm. the time. But we live in a society where we're not allowed to do that. So it might just be repression and we're trying to get it out however we can. So when situations like this come up where Will Smith hit somebody, you see all the leftists and all the people who don't have control of their emotions and the right people too. Well, someone said something about my wife. I would have. I'm like, nigga, I talk shit to you at parties all day. You've never even once. <laughs> you're right. Like I saw people like comment on my things. Like I would have slid up on him too. Oh, I'm man, like, you're was... a hairdresser. I saw a guy. You're a hairdresser. <laughs> no, you're, right. a, you're five, six hairdresser. You're not doing right. nothing. It's bro. like, chill I out. Promise right? you. Yeah, let, let me ask you this. Overestimate their own ability. I'm sorry. I'm being rude to that guy. But... No, no, you're good. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> as a fighter, I feel like, you know, a big point that people say that you're saying is that we have these stressors that give us cortisol, that give us these stress hormones. There's no relief. Like, mm-hmm. you're stressed at work, and we go home, we're still stressed. Mm-hmm. So whenever you fight, like, do you have relief? Do you think Will Smith had some, like, some hormone Pints that up. says, oh, you did something? You know what I mean? Do you think there's some anger in a biological way? I think thing? he probably got a little bit of it out. Like, when you feel justified, when you can get away with talking. Like, it's like, I'm, most of us have had siblings. If you can't relate to fighting, I think most of us have had siblings. And maybe your sibling did something, and your parents get home, and they, they completely adjudicate the situation. And they're like, your sibling's wrong. Go to your room. And you feel fantastic. You're like, fuck yeah, I gotta win. You but know I mean, what I mean? Like, like, you, like you even if you so resolve good. it violently, like if you think about uh like to him, that means boxing he got the upper fights, hand. like Jake Paul or whatever, like 
do they feel better after they're shit talking, you know, beforehand and have a fight? And I feel like they're always friends after. Like that's I mean, such also, a normal. Like, I, I think those thing. guys like they're making money. Like they're like I do. I talk to shit so I can get the money. And then it generally, but he's right though. It does generally happen in fights. Like after the fight's over, normally if the guys are both expended. Like they're both like exhausted and it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. They both feel like you know fuck it. They felt like it's a good battle. It is. Like you yeah. bond with someone like that, I feel like. Yeah, you a little bond bit. You're, when you're both going through the pain of just like looking at each other and just fucking hitting each other. It's different when one of them gets knocked out early because then the other guy didn't get what he wanted out. And right. the other guy's just like, yeah, fuck you still because he didn't he didn't go through anything. Yeah, you're like, get uh, up, get up. I'm not done. Type of thing. Yeah. yeah, you're still talking shit. And the guy, you have to wake up to memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wake the up to memes fate. all twisted up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting is a dangerous sport, bro. For your it ego. is. It um, is. But I think it's good in that sense. I think fighting is good for your ego, especially when you lose. I think it's important because you learn to just be like, this is, sometimes you're a hammer, sometimes you're a nail. Don't let these things. I remember one of the craziest things or the best things I heard was don't don't let the highs get too high and don't let the lows get too low. Mm. Just be. You know what I mean? And you'll live life a lot happier. And I believe, that's, <coughs> um, I believe that there was a was it a philosophy or was there a, a psych thing behind it? I can't remember. Where, yeah, it was a psych thing for depression. Um, maybe it was for depression. I don't remember. But essentially, temper yourself because people who – that's what it was. People who live on highs, who constantly try to ride highs, when things do go bad, they don't know how to take it mm. because they never tempered their actual uh, – um, they never tempered their actual feeling of reality. People who baseline, are a little bit more yeah. – yeah, they're based on people who are a little bit more like, hey, this is – you know, like, hey, I got a great job. Hey, this happened. Hey. I'm in a relationship. I'm really happy right now, but you know, like I get it. People who like temper themselves, gentlemen, things bad happen. They can they dip a little bit, but they're okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to the people who are in their mind, they're like everything's just going so great, and I'm just like the best, and I'm just whatever and good. And then when one bad thing happens, they fucking fall apart. And they're crying on Facebook, making these long posts. <laughs> I can't believe my dog. He's my best friend. I'm like, nigga, dogs die. That's what's <laughs> yeah. always happened Bruh, since the beginning you know, of time. I, look, because like, I, like for me, I always wonder they die myself fast too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like they, they, they have. 70, I haven't had like, a dog, so I can't. I love dogs. Yes, I love dogs die. too. You know, I I, I keep. Wondering I feel about, like if you never had one, it's yeah, different. I can't. Like, if talk you had about one as a kid, it. yeah, I never then, had. Like it's the worst thing that happens to you as a kid. I, I bet that. Yeah, you're like, new, you're like, when you're new to the world, Sam. Yeah, I agree. It's the worst thing. Like don't get wrong. Like no, it's good. It's good that you are like defending that. You know, like it's no. I love the. I feel heartless saying that, but at the same time, like when I. And maybe I am heartless, you know, like, and also I haven't had take. anyone, I haven't had anyone die that was like, in, like really important in my life yet. You know, my grandparents have died, but I have, I wasn't close to them, unfortunately. And, you know, I haven't had anyone that was like close to me die where I feel that. So I can't really speak on that. So, you know, I can't, especially to another person's grief, you know, um, like I always wonder like how. Like, what's an acceptable amount of grief to, to for people to, you know? From it's what I've so heard from, say. yeah, from what I've heard from actual doctors talking about stuff like that, because I used to be, I think I was a little bit uh, harsh on those situations. I feel like, um, if I remember straight, it was like, there's no correct amount. Every person's different. So, like, and you're not, not supposed to be able to judge somebody even. on how, how much grief they're feeling. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, here's what I was saying earlier, I feel like you could definitely temper how much grief you're going to go through if you mm-hmm. base yourself on reality. Yeah. If you base yourself in reality, you understand the, the like what's going to happen. The, I mean, let's be real. This story of life doesn't have a happy ending for most of us. We're gonna die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at the end of the story, we're all we're all gonna be gone. 
But it's and okay. that's not a bad thing. No, no it's, it's completely not, okay. I, you know, it's funny. I, I learned this recently, or not recently, but like maybe a couple years ago, that America is one of the only cultures that has this really crazy thing around death. It's like true. We don't yeah. talk about it in the workplace. We don't talk about it because like, death is like so taboo. But And the way we deal with dead people, like a lot of cultures will handle their own family members. Like mm-hmm. they'll do all the embalming and whatever they do. Like, But we pass it off. Like we don't even want to see it. We're so many steps removed that there's like a big shortage of people in the uh, funeral industry mm. because people don't want to deal with it. And it's only like these small, you know, families that run it now because we just are a weird culture that doesn't want to deal with our own. We don't yeah. like to believe it. We, we like to believe in immortality. We want to like no. put our fucking names on buildings and call it Trump Tower type shit. Like, we want to be like, like here forever. And it's, it's really gruesome. Like they have to stick like like spikes into the bottom of their eyelids to keep them closed. Like they have to doctor up these people so much to make them look like they're normal in, in the casket. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like these people like are natural died. in there. Yeah. But they're like being doctored up to make them look presentable for your family members who can't deal with the fact that there's someone, you know, is dead in front of you. Yeah. So I think that's like one thing where, you know, and I, I get it. We can I, definitely progress as a society. To like, yeah. All this that we're saying is not, or especially what I'm saying. I, I don't want anyone to get the idea that I'm trying to be heartless or a hard ass about this. Like I get it. Like I would, if my, if my best friends pass away, I'm hurt. Yes. I'll be hurt for some days. Um, but I also understand that this is like part of it. Like I think about that shit. I've talked to guys about this a lot. I think about death like on a somewhat frequent basis, probably <laughs> almost unhealthy. Um, I mean, almost. I, I wonder how I wonder how healthy I think about death too. You know, like I think about it a lot also. So, but yeah, I think it's part I, of it. I think that's necessary though because everyone's going to die. Don't get me wrong. It's like you. I think you gotta be aware that you're <clears> gonna <throat> die, and it's like, all right, am I doing enough? So that way, like when I do die, I feel at peace with it. Even if I'm going to die today, knock on wood, <laughs> knock on wood. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, if, if it happens sooner than I hoped, am I okay? Yeah, loss of, loss of potential is like the, the saddest thing about death. That's, I me. agree with that. I, always feel, I, I don't feel bad when someone is 99 and dies. I'm like, that's – and then we like them still. It's if like they did a great thing. If they were just doing their thing, they raised some great kids. Like, I was like, yo, because I, I had a friend do that recently with his, his father. His dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And he would like post the pictures and with him and his brothers and his dad like meet this kid. His dad passed away, and I was like, "Oh man!" And I was like, "Dude, like it is a, a decent friend of mine." And I was like, "He raised some great like all I did was when I responded to the post, I was like, yo, he raised some great kids. I appreciate this man.' Didn't know him, and I'm like, but he the way you guys turned out, like this you know, guy did them. some cool things, yeah, yeah. And he's still here through you guys. Like you guys are replications of him in a sense. And we want to get ridiculous with it, but like. Like, yeah, I, 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 there's nothing else to do here. It was yeah. going to happen. Like when you were born, it didn't. It, it's part of the story that was written. He was going to die before you, or maybe you die. You know, things could happen, but that's just part of it. And I think like, understanding this and being based in reality the best you can will keep you from going to these terrible depressions. Understanding I mean, that relationships don't always work out will help you not go through crazy shit every time a relationship doesn't work out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just being. Relaxed and under relaxed of terrible word to use. Yeah, peace with it. Yeah, yeah. tempered yeah. is the best word I can come up with. Tempered, I think. Yeah, tempered yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think being tempered with. I mean, that's necessary. You know, it's like I think to become a matured person, you have to be at peace or tempered with mortality. You have mm-hmm. to. Like, if you're not, then unfortunately, you're you're going to be anxious. You know, overly anxious about it something that happens to all of us unfortunately you know if it's something that we can avoid sure you know all right i don't want to die i'm just not gonna die but unfortunately we're all gonna die 
a lot of cultures like will celebrate someone's life afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I think even we do that here. That's sometimes. what we should do. I think. Like I think that we need to start celebrating the life rather than being sad that a person's gone. Unless, like I like I get it. Like when it's too early, you know, it's like a baby. Again, yeah, lost potential. It's so yeah, sad. lost potential. Exactly. That's where like I feel the saddest. You know, like where someone is in the middle of doing some great stuff. And unfortunately, they die a lot earlier than like we we hope for them to die. Yeah, young deaths are sad. Like uh, I think about that. I think yeah. God was going on at that point where, yeah. like my little brother, if he passed away, I'd be like, oh man, like this, this shit sucks. Yeah, like it, I would cry on my yeah. own for sure. Absolutely, it makes a lot um, of sense. Like I, I, would, I think it would be way more like it would be like your life has like two two stages where it's before that happened and after. Mm, yeah, it'd mm-hmm. be life changing. Honestly, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know enough to speak on it but i feel like it's going to be way bigger of a thing once i get to it yeah right absolutely. prepared for they always say you're never prepared for it but yeah i don't think we I mean, will it's... be i think you're like I, all i know is i will be sad yeah. i know that and i know that's gonna suck i've had people die like probably a little bit closer to a little bit closer than Gaza with, with his parent or grandparents they weren't they weren't overly close to me but like I, I remember hearing about that a couple times like i remember one of my neighbors died when i was a kid it was an older guy Older couple lived next door, and I was a kid, and my mom was like, oh, the guy next door died. And I remember talking to the guy because I was mowing his yard all the time. And he would tell me about, like, uh, I remember he was talking to me about uh, this WWE thing because he was a really cool old white guy. And he was talking about um, WWE. He's like, oh, you like the Hardy Boys or whatever. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know. And he would just tell me about stuff, and he would, like, you know, whatever. And he'd go inside and give me, like, a Posco or some shit. And it was cool. He was a cool guy. And then he passed away. And I remember not being overly close to that guy, but I remember going to my room and being like, I was like 11. And I was like, fuck, like, he's going to miss the yeah. WWE event that's coming up this weekend. Uh-huh. And I know that sounds really stupid, but I was no, just that's like, fair. That's, that's so thinking, honest. Yeah. That's how yeah. I felt. I remember thinking that. Like, I remember being in my room and being like, oh, man, he's not going to know who wins the fight. Uh, like, And it was like, just that was my. Uh, like, that hits I, me. I don't know. I feel something about that. Yeah, you know? I feel yeah, I like he doesn't know about any of this shit. He doesn't know about iPhones mm. or anything. Like, no, that shit happened in his time. Like, it stopped before that. And the, the loss mm. of potentials was sad. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I knew him better, maybe I could have just been, like, happy that he was ever alive. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not saying sadness is incorrect. Sadness is going to happen. It's part of life. But understanding that is a good thing, to, a good place to start. I think it's necessary. Don't be surprised yeah. when these things happen. Take and advantage it, of everything you have now. I want to. I, I tell my question. brother I love him all the time. Yeah, probably too much. Same, yeah, same. give people your flowers. <laughs> give people their flowers when they're still alive. But then also, memento mori. You know, having the reminder that we're all going to die, and you know, I, like don't waste the time that we have. You know, like try to use it correctly. I think. Right. So, so here's, your, here's a tell question. Tell your mom to, that you love her now. Yeah. 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 Do <laughs> don't it. wait until she's dead and then be like, I can't believe it. But you weren't helping her at all when she was alive. Yeah. Exactly. Having those regrets. Or were you about to say, Sam? Also, I was going to ask how how does religion factor into this? So I think having some kind of belief makes it easier to think about these questions, to kind of contextualize it, um, especially with Ramadan starting. How do you feel like uh, different religions affect, you know, the way that you, you treat death? How, how does how does that go first? Right well. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, because um, I personally, yeah, I think because of religion, I feel even better about it personally, like where I feel like, all right, when I die. I'll be like in a better place, you know, that's uh, like, or, and like people like who have done their due diligence on earth, they'll be in a better place. Um, and I feel better about it personally. Like, whereas like, it, it makes me feel like more at peace, like, okay, I'm going to die and I'm not going to, to, 
like, even like so like for me it's like the worst case scenario nothing happens right at least i try to live a virtuous life when i was here because of religion you know like that's been a big motivator for me but there's no downside that there's like a theory for that like plato or some some philosopher was mm-hmm. like there's no mm-hmm. downside to believing in god if you i die, think so yeah happens. i was like the worst thing that happens is absolutely nothing happened and because you lived a virtuous life you had impacted people virtuously or like well you know like they they benefited from you living virtuous the best we, can, th- we can pick that apart but what Gaza was saying i just want to say for everybody what he's saying he's not talking about the people who don't live and they that are doing crazy things to kids he's talking about people who live by their religion correctly and are trying to better themselves I mean, absolutely. I mean, for me, it's like even I mean, like for me, it's like a virtuous life is like you did things to impact the world around you in a good way. You know, like you you bettered yourself and bettering yourself is going to better the world. You know, like if you if you just like aren't even like at the very least not a burden on people, at least, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's that's helps the world, I think. Um, I think the con. The context that helps a lot is like you're trying to be virtuous in the eyes of God, mm. not even in the eyes of yourself or your mm. peers. Yeah, like so a standard like, that's like more than me. You know, uh, right. I keep changing. My standard changes all the time. And, you know, maybe right. I'll look back on these podcasts 20 years from now and be like, man, cringe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty proud of what we're putting out right now. But at the same time, yeah. it's possible. You know, society or culture or standards could change a ton in 10, 20 years. Uh, but, but I for, think a lot of it is like the the feeling, especially like, you know, you feel you treat someone a certain way that God approves of that or yeah. something, you know, or God doesn't. Mm-hmm. God wouldn't want you to hit this guy in the alley. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's some kind of like, you know, deep rooted thing that even if you're not a practicing believer of any religion, like it affects your behavior mm-hmm. because it's just Absolutely. so deep in who you are. Because you're being monitored, essentially, in your own head. Um, I mean, it's something. not... Not and yeah, I, say, it, you know, I don't mean to say disrespectfully like there's no God. I mean like you are monitoring yourself. Yeah, in, right. in a sense, like you are you're policing yourself um, to be better. And yeah. I think I, I said this at at work recently, guys. I was um, I don't think I think that religion in, a, in itself, if used correctly, um, not we're not taking the power aspects and trying to like abuse people or whatever. We're just religion as itself. I think could be used as a self help book for a lot of people. Uh, whether it's Buddhist, whether it's uh, some of the Indian religions from the past, um, or even currently uh, Christianity, even uh, there's a lot of things in the books that are helpful. Um, I always go back to that same verse from the Bible, uh, where Jesus says, "Like if you don't take anything from any of this, like essentially, just know that you should love God and love your neighbor, and that is it. Like if you don't understand any of these rules, if all this shit confuses you." Just these two things will get you to where you need to be. I believe that personally, like where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, if you keep your mind on these aspects, you know, like a higher standard than, you know, like how you personally feel. And then also it's like, how would a standard of like how to make people around you feel good? I think right. that will like impact. Which is what love is, right? It, love, exactly. Love your I neighbor. Think it, it'll definitely like make, it'll lead you to being a virtuous person i think you know it's like and i think it's a prescription for a lot of like society's ills i mean as edgy as it is to say but no it's there's like this epidemic of despair i think a lot of the opioid stuff and a lot of the you know depression is associated with like you have no hope and it kind of can be treated by this you know idea that you belong to something bigger yes and even if it's not religion if you're not part of a church i think it's this you know this thing that if you're opposed to it it kind of it blocks these things off like 
understanding the afterlife or being at peace with death, like that's kind of limited. If you're, if you're just afraid of any kind of religious, uh, feeling. I have to I, agree. I, personally, I have to agree with that. Like where I, like, I wonder like, what's the upside to being an atheist personally, you know, it's like, it's like, I get it. I, I'm not saying like, like I definitely understand like why someone could be an atheist. You know, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it's, personally i think it's not the best thing to be an atheist you know like i'm not saying you're a, a, a wrong person for being an atheist or for um like you're going to hell because you're atheist i don't think so or you can't do good things because you're an atheist i don't think that but at I the same think- time it just sort of sounds more um despairing honestly it's like what's the upside you know like when you die you just die and it just is what it is right um and can i jump in real quick go ahead yeah so i, I just wanted to answer that initial question sam was asking and what you were answering a second ago um, I do feel like I remember thinking about this a while back and I noticed that uh, statistically suicides were going up in the years after the two thousands, but also I noticed that, and I don't, I don't think people ever appreciate me saying this, but I also noticed that religion was passing away, right? Like religion was becoming a thing of the past. So that, that this is all just correlation. I'm not saying God is real and that that's why, suicide like people forgiving or you know leaving god is the reason now they're killing themselves i'm not i'm not saying anything in particular i'm just saying that these two things happened religion started passing away and people started killing themselves i think uh, that goes into just saying uh, this could be due to something else but i think that goes into just saying like god was saying earlier where feeling you're not belonging to anything in particular feeling like you're not a part of something bigger will affect someone's mental because then it goes into the idea immediately and generally suicidal thoughts and stuff they start uh, becoming a thing, or I believe, with the early 20s, 21, 24, which is generally people leave their parents' house and they start thinking like they're out of high school, so there's no roadmap anymore, right? So they go into the real world and sometimes they stop going to church, they start believing in all that stuff. And then, you know, they're just like, well, what now? Like, this is it? There's no there's no ending to it or like there's no good ending. And they just like went out off themselves because they don't believe in God or heaven or whatever it might be, or reincarnation. I think um, also, like, for me, is like, I think, like, there's, like, I don't know, like, why in the 2000s, like, this has happened. I got to, like, look into that, like, a lot more. I think um, with with that, because, I mean, don't get so wrong, I'm not going to say, like, the church is a, perfect or religion is perfect, especially these days. Like, there's so, a lot that needs to be worked on and, like, even just sort of said about these religions, you know. I want to offer a weird hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to draw an analogy between like a country and a religion. Mm. So let, let, let's say that you're in a world that's like our world now, but you can go to any country you want and be a citizen. Or you could just be a non-citizen. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I'm in the U.S. and I'm just like, I'm no longer a U.S. citizen. I don't pay taxes, but I don't receive any services from anyone. Like, I can't use the roads. I can't, you know, get food stamps, whatever. So if you can just become a non-citizen... And people, that's a trend. Let's say 40% of people are non-citizens of the U.S. Do you think that's like, that's, that weakens the U.S., of course. But also these, you know, people that leave, are they better off? Are they worse off? They're still in the U.S. physically. Or they could go, you know, make their own country somewhere else. But I think being in a non-country, that's like a criticism of the institution of a country and a government. So I think, I mean, governments have done most of the bad things that have happened in the world <laughs> besides, I mean, also religions, I guess yes. have done a lot too. power mm-hmm. people in power, but I mean, yeah, but <laughs> there are different forms of power. Right. So if you try to compare like are religions worse than governments, I mean, 
I think should I should I withdraw from being a U.S. citizen because of the actions of the U.S.? I know, feel like a lot of people. That's a good. That's, that's a good tie-up. Yeah, that that last part. Go ahead, Gazel. I mean, or because mm, I mean that's a good question that you bring up. Um, and, and it's super abstract. I don't know. I'm kind of reaching here. Yeah, because I, I I get it. Like for me, it's There's like safety I, in I, those I, things. I um hesitate to say like oh i'm christian or muslim or whatever you know um to sort of box myself into like one thing um, do you say you're american when you travel yes i love saying i'm american like when i yeah, travel same. you know like because also there's I mean, places where people say they're canadian just because they don't want to be associated with America. yeah yeah which is i guess fair personally i love it like i'm i say i'm, I'm from texas i think I, yeah, I say i'm from dallas or i say i'm from texas and they're like we're in texas and if dallas and texas are very recognizable so it feels really cool to be part of that you know i, I like that um um yeah so yeah personally i feel i feel that way about things um but like you're saying josh there's kind of safety in being part of a bigger network yeah i feel it's like, like you... a safety net you feel like you're, uh, I mean, I think that's just really what it is. I don't know how else to express that. I, I really have to like, kind of like look through my, or figure out all my words to go any further into that. But yeah, I think it's just safety. It just feels better to say that you're a part of something, right? I mean, I, I understand the idea of being like, oh, I'm, I don't, I don't like, I, cause here's the thing, like when I was going through, when I was extremely Christian, um, when I was moving away from it, not that I've ever like fully like disconnected or anything, or I believe it's fake or anything like that. I just stopped identifying as Christian because it wasn't, the, it wasn't that the Christianity was giving me safety as much as it was like the idea of God. Right. Right. The idea of God gives me, and I'm like, that's still a thing that I, I don't want to not subscribe to. Um, and you can still have that without wearing, you know, a God t-shirt. Yeah. The big God church every day. Yeah, I can go to Japan t-shirt. and not have to wear a fucking American flag and like drape myself in that shit. I could still be like, if you ask me, like, oh, you're like, oh, where are you from? Like, I, I still be like, American, like, because it seems to me, in my personality, in my my eyes, I feel somewhat neutral. Saying that. I'm just a citizen of this mm-hmm. thing, and I feel like anyone who has any sense will understand that that thing doesn't dictate who I am. Um, right. I think going along with Goswell's, you know, put, getting put in a box comment. I think it's really similar to that in college. I know we had a lot of fraternities on campus. It was the you know thing to do as a freshman. Like people would always like you know be sorted, and it's mm-hmm. like oh well you're this guy, you're this kind of fraternity, you're this and that. And like I didn't want to be put in that kind of box, so I didn't do it. And then suddenly like in a fraternity gets busted for something, so now everyone in that is associated with that act or that crime or whatever. Right. And so like you know there's safety, but there's also like a huge liability if you're attaching your name to theirs. So I think that's maybe I think, how people feel about the church, especially in the South. Yeah, the church itself has – it's weird because – here's the difference. Because like what I said, I think I was getting to a point that I was – as I was saying, it started making sense to myself uh, even. Where I was saying I'm okay with not wearing the American flag but being like I'm American. Like that makes me feel okay because there's a ton of people in America – we all we're we are supposed to be diverse enough to wear like Wait, I want because I, mean, I want to I need to interrupt that because I think like American flag today means something different. You oh know, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm wearing American flag. I'm yeah, or I mean like or even being Christian today means something different than like it did before. You know, it feels a lot both. I, I feel both these American and Christian. It, it feels like 
it, it feels like uh, you are sort of siding with like a lot of the ills that are happening today, you know, mm-hmm. and like a lot of those people that like are like, I'm a proud American, I'm a proud Christian, aren't really willing to talk about the ills, you know, they're not like balanced with it you know, personally, like it's not like I love America. But America has a lot of issues and I want to fix it. It's more like you hate America because you're saying anything about America. Same thing with Christianity, like where it's like you hate Christianity because you're saying anything bad about Christianity. And it's like, well, there's a lot of issues that are preventing people from being able to love these things. And we're not even able to talk about these things yet. Almost sounding like a zealot almost. like Very much yeah, so. And like that's where it's your identity. That's where I think it is right now, like where it's. It's yeah, people have tied it so much into our identity, like where it is so defensive that they're becoming offensive to people, you know, like where there's not like, hey, I have an issue with a church because they say gay people can't belong to a church. Well, you're just wrong because you're, you know, you're gay or you're a gay sympathizer or whatever. Right. Um you know, like I there's mean, not a lot of like recruiters for yeah, atheism. Very much. Yeah, <laughs> like unfortunately, they're, they're, they're pushing yeah. more people into it, like into atheism because they're not allowing nuance into uh, like what there is, you know? It's just weird. Think, oh, go ahead. Yeah. The beauty of it is that we can decide here. Like we have the freedom to choose whatever religion we want and we can look it up and we can talk to people and we can figure it out. And, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> we can't just change nationalities like that. Like we're all saying, you can't just go and say, oh, I'm Canadian now. Like, yeah. There's, there's rules. People can't just come to America and say I'm American, even if they feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just like to me in my head, I, the way I was going to go with it was like, I feel, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with God's at all. Like I, I like that a lot. But I feel like like America is such a broad thing that you're just born into mm-hmm. compared to Christianity where it's something you choose to be. I mean, you could be born into it, but you could you choose after you're an adult, right? So there's more of an identity attached to Christianity than there is, um, you know, American, which is why, like, I'm okay with saying I'm American. I mean, like, yeah, I'm American. Y'all yeah, can make fun of me, whatever. I don't care. I don't really have any hard feelings towards this shit. But, like, if I said I was Christian at the age of 30, it means that I'd subscribe to something. Right. Despite mm-hmm. all the evidence. Because there's nothing you know, to subscribe yeah. to with America. Like, I'm just American. I don't control yeah. the military. I didn't do that shit. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I didn't do that uh, shit. I like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, like, there's a subscription to Christianity. And I, I think that's why I think a lot of Christians, even Godzilla, apparently, is on that side of just being like, I'm not. It's not that I'm not Christian, but I don't really say that. I am my. I have a relationship with God, my own sense. Yeah. Or how I feel. And I'm just like, okay, that sounds good. Sounds like he thought about it. And I can say that. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like he thought about this deeply and got to that conclusion compared to just being like, I follow everything they do. Gay people hate them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Even though, and like, those are all, yeah. those are all like relics of the past. I think all the, you know, super strict things. I feel like that's kind of an abuse of power. There's a like, whole new Testament, bro. That shit I was talking yeah. about earlier where Jesus was like, yo, just love each other. That's the new Testament. Like, and it's, it's funny to me because I'm just like, the Ten Commands from the Old Testament said nothing about gay people. The New Testament, when he was like, yo, fuck everything. If y'all confused, just do this. He's like, I'm going to make it real easy before I die. Just do this. Says nothing about gay people. Love your neighbor. That means if they're gay, you should still love them. I don't understand how we're still fighting over this shit in 2022 because you're like, well, in the Old Testament, there was this one text where he yeah, words to that. It was translated nine times, but it says something about uh, guys on guy action. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. I'm talking. I'm, I'm. I'm making light of a religious situation, but nah. that's how I felt about it when I was Christian. Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair and good. Honestly, like, like, and you can I, even, I wish there was I mean, nuance would... with these things, you know. And all everything yeah. that we have talked about today, I'm like, I wish that like people like would allow for nuance 
with these things, you know, two things to be true at the same time, you know, yes, you can empathize with Will Smith, but same time you can condemn the slap. Yes, you can love Christianity and God, but you can also condemn a lot of the aspects, you know, that modern Christianity has, you know, um, yes, you and can love America too. Yeah. yeah, you know, like exactly like there's so many aspects. Yes, you can love you can say Elden Ring is not for me. It's really hard, but you know, like it, you know, it's not for like I, it's really hard, but it's not for me. Not that it's bad, you know. I think too many people are just so like, I feel this way, so it has to be black and white, and I think that's that's a problem, a huge problem, but on both sides. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, it is fun to say, you know, weird gatekeeping stuff about everything. I mean, yeah. I think that's why it's promoted on you know social media because it's edgy to say. Oh, well, you shouldn't play Elden Ring if you can't beat the first boss with no levels and yeah. with the fist only. Yeah. But I mean, what a weird thing to well, say. Let's be real. Gatekeeping is such a lame. Like it, it just makes you look hella lame. Like we actually, uh, on my our job, I mean, guys will work for that that company. Uh, I don't know how far I can go into that, but like, go ahead. Yeah. There, there was a okay. So we work for a bonga company, and um, there was a person I was responding to today actually who was just like, uh, what did he say? He said something that was hella gatekeeping. Mm. He was just like. You shouldn't. Um, what was his exact post? I wish I could just look it up. Um, was, it, was it was that hidden or like the? I, I think I remember seeing it earlier today. Um, I think it was like on Instagram. It, yeah, I remember seeing it. Hold up, I got it because <laughs> I, I I liked how you responded to this person, and I thought that was that was important to say it um, because this person was complaining about um, what was he complaining about? Hold up, I remember seeing it. Was it the chalk? Me. Was it the chalk drawing? No. Chalk drawing. I said something about like that's cool. That you could do it with kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But uh, I, I liked how you said it because I was like, "Look, we're all in this together. Like, why? Why are you? Um, why? Why try shit on people like having fun or something like that?" And yeah, it, keep it, looking it, for it because there's yeah. a, there's a couple there's a couple like that where I'll talk to people and I have to have like these life lessons while do talking about manga. There it's we go. wild. Yo, oh, it, found- I do remember like one where you're saying like one person was like, we don't feature small people, but that, that's not that's what it was about. today. It was, that was yeah, the one? they were like, okay. yo, y'all used to be cool until you started uh, featuring, you started big featuring all these, these huge, you know, con- content creators or whatever. Cause we yeah. had like, it was on a post about a girl with like a bunch of plushies. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And she was just like, you know, she was like a pretty a hundred thousand or whatever. Yeah. She's big. Yeah. But I was just like, we try to feature content creators of all sizes and that's not like just business speak like she's doing well which benefits us to be honest as a company i didn't say all this but it's like but we love to show support and i love to like i'm constantly my job literally gazel knows i'm literally reaching out to the smaller content creators all the time yeah and being like it, you want to work together so i can get your name out there for and me i'll send it, you some stuff you yeah, it's a bummer because it's like we do this you're just not paying attention to everything we do you know yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's like very strange like, it happens like, a lot in politics where people will say, oh, you shouldn't be thinking about this. You should be thinking about these problems we still have here. Yeah. But you can think about multiple things at once. Like, there's multiple exactly. problems that can be solved. These two things don't intersect. They don't take away right. from each other. Right. Yes. It's like we can, we're doing both things at once. It's one thing if we're not doing anything for small people at all. Absolutely. That's like a fair thing to say. But at the same time, it's like you're you're not seeing you're not seeing everything that we're doing. So. Yeah. So here's a question about content creators. So, have you guys seen the R Place Pixel board on Reddit? Yeah, I was looking at it earlier today. I love it. So they, they finished it. It's done. But there was a lot of kind of controversial stuff where big content creators like you know streamers 
they were brigading this because you have you can place one pixel every five minutes. So these guys would have 100,000 people watching their stream and say, draw, you know, Kobe Bryant. And then he'd have a map of Kobe Bryant and all these people would put, you know, one pixel every five minutes. Mm. And so they would make these drawings. And so naturally there's these, it was really interesting to see like these. It's beautiful. Kind it's, of, it's so, so cool. Yeah. You should watch the time lapse. Interesting. Cause it's like these little clicks in like countries naturally they would have, you know, German flag on the side and there's a Netherlands flag on the top and uh, you know, Ukraine flag and different Steven stuff. Universe. That- I saw that shit. It was like a long Steven Universe trip. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> I was hyped, bro. I loved it. <laughs> and how it kind of ties in is like these big content creators, they would, in order to draw, they'd have to write over stuff. They had to overwrite, you know, little people's drawings. Yeah. And it was like vandalism. People were complaining. They're like, how could you destroy all these small, you know, communities and stuff? And I think it's interesting to talk about because um, there's limited pixels, right? And you have to, you know, control them by having people. So is it fair to write over, you know, 30 different communities to draw a big Kobe Bryant? I mean, or, I, mean I, there's think, a I think to me, everything that like when I looked at that, there's also two one, one piece photos, Godswell. Oh, yeah. One was, really of, good. Uh, one was of Gold Roger laughing. Um, and there's another one of like uh, four of the crew members put their hands up and there was like they were across the thing from each other. But it's like they were decently big. But it's like that's a direct representation of how important those are to people. That's how I looked at it. It looked like a, I love it, God. So it's a mural, essentially. For, yeah. for the lack of anything else, it is a mural that people in specific communities could contribute to. So the bigger community, the more con- uh, contribution you would have. Um, and you'd I mean, have these, like, you know, this churn of, like, you know, stuff would get overwritten and stuff would get vandalized and stuff would get, you know, marked up. But I remember one that was really stood out to me was Guts from Berserk, mm-hmm. he was right in the middle the whole time, and I don't think anyone ever vandalized him. You don't touch that nigga's face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that was, like, sacred for some reason. Uh-huh. Like, um, and it was, like, I mean, it was a good study of the internet right now. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was beautiful. I love it. I might get, honestly, I might look for that to put up right here. <laughs> like, long yeah. ways, that'd be live. I love that. It's pretty dope. I yeah, saw a Spark Adventure 2 channel. I was looking through that shit with my friends, and they're, like, oh, some of it's labeled. Like, if you mm-hmm. hover over, it'll tell you exactly oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah, we should I link that. It. it was really good. I remember the, the Canadians, they couldn't draw their own maple leaf. So the Germans drew one for them because <laughs> the Germans can, like, figure it out or whatever. That's <laughs> kind of funny how these people interact. But That's dope. There's so many, like, little brands and things that you like, the mug beer, like, the little bulldog. Like, someone oh, had yeah. it I was all droopy because someone couldn't draw it right, but I was like, you <laughs> try it. And I thought it was ironic. I'm like, it's a beer thing, <laughs> and they couldn't draw it. <laughs> Yeah. But it's cool. I got people that, that like. Is he said I was on Reddit today? Yeah, yeah, it was on. It ended this morning, like at four a.m. or something. Gotcha. Okay, I got to peep that. But there's a, a marked up one. Okay. I think it was like you know one of these things where a lot of people are coming together. I like that. So, I do you know, love these moments. I remember like when the Twitch plays Pokemon was happening. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a, a classic. Yeah, that was dope. Oh. Anyways, I think this is a good spot to to stop now, you know, like it's been a good, this is a really good talk. I wasn't expecting that we're going to talk about death. <laughs> you got know? deep. Yeah. It was, yeah all my you know? friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like edge. that. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to title this one to Zen Slapper. I like this one. Um, Zen Slapper. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you guys so much. It's always great talking with you guys. I never really know how it's going to go. I, I always know it's going to be heat. I just never know where it's going to go. And I'm always appreciating that. You know, I usually I just start these episodes. I'm like, 
all right, y'all, I, I didn't get anyone this week. So, <laughs> so, so you guys want to talk and you guys, I'm glad, I'm grateful that you guys are always down to talk. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, thank you guys. Uh, I would love to hear people's opinions on, like, what they think about anything that we said, you know? Like, I know we said a lot of controversial things. Sam, Sam, you were pretty, you were pretty even keel. I like that. But, uh, <laughs> I maybe, thought I was being edgy. Uh, but, uh, maybe your edgy, Elden Ring takes for edgy, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, honestly, I, I liked what you had to say. Um, you know, but honestly, this was all really good and just sort of, like, a great reminder of, like, you know, like, let's take life mindfully, really you know rather than yeah rather than just sort of flying off the handle with emotions you know when things are too hard or when they offend us or whatever you know like or even scary you know like mortality wise you know but uh definitely appreciate your role then can i can i say that too go ahead then i I said this but this is like my favorite quote um and i think it was the aristotle quote which was like it takes a a wise man a wise man to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it um, and then you combine that with the idea of um, we talked about before, which is uh, not what was that belief system I was talking about, where it's like all about tempering yourself. Um, yeah, it's like Zen of some kind. Um, I was about to say nihilism, but that's absolutely not it. <laughs> um, I cannot remember it right now, but it's just being able to understand that, like when things happen, don't be over, don't overreact or over use your emotions. Don't tap into your emotions immediately. I know people say crazy things to us all the time on the internet. And, I'm, and this is like for everybody like who's listening, including us, because we have to go through it all the time uh, or, you know, learn and get better at this. Things are going to be said. You can't control everything that happens in life. So just understand they're going to happen. Things are going to be upset you. You don't have to be mad first. Being angry first doesn't actually help almost anybody ever. Like you'll, you'll yeah. think back on and be like, there was probably a better response that I could have went with. And just thinking, just like I know people are going to say, and I, I promise you this. I'm sorry to keep rattling on, but I promise you this. If you if you think about your responses a little bit more clearly, you probably will get a lot more people to join your side. Yeah. Th- that's honestly, all it is. that's the truth right there. I think if so. If your objective is actually to get the, those people to listen to you, you'll more likely get them if you're not angry at them immediately or being like, oh, my God, I can't Flying off the handle. That. Yeah. yeah, just I, relax. I, it's something we all got to work on. Like, I don't think yeah. any of us are perfect at that. But at the same time, yeah, I no, mean, but- if you take it, you take it in. And you're able to spit it out better, I think. Yeah, that calm is. down. Just think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just think for a little bit. Be a little Take bit more zen. Out of it. No one, you know. Yeah. Be a little bit zen. Give us five stars. You know, rate us on uh, iTunes <laughs> and the channels. Apple Podcasts. There we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're on oh, Spotify. One more thing. Can I Spotify. add one more Godzilla? Is that okay? If you're, if you're telling people where to listen to us, go ahead. And to, All that. Rate, yeah. No, I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. But uh, I haven't said this in a while. I, I wanted to touch on it because we did touch on it today. Um, suicide stuff yo guys go get help if you need it please um talk to your friends uh don't isolate yourself talk to a therapist if you need to that'd be fantastic um be safe drink water all that good stuff go ahead gospel don't commit suicide everything is gonna see all right thank you thank you (laughs) you. the reference i hope they got the reference yo Go watch that video. Go watch. Go watch Crip Mac. Yeah, go watch Crip Mac. Yeah, but before you do that, give us five stars. We're trying to get to more people. (laughs) We're on episode eighty nine. Got eleven more episodes. We get to episode one hundred, and people need to hear this stuff, right? But also, we'd love to hear your opinions on any of these topics. You know, maybe we're wrong on what we said, and we're not gonna we're not gonna beat you up if you if we don't agree with what you said. So, uh, anything else you want to say? Anything, Sam? You want to say? 
No, I'm good. Play some Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dope. Uh, I'm gonna get Elden Ring soon. Uh, maybe when I get it, when I get the PS5, I'll start streaming. Um, uh, starting to stream some more. But anyways, uh, like always, be dope, folks. Stay dope. Definitely appreciate everyone listening all the way through. Uh, definitely appreciate all y'all in the conversation. As always, stay dope. Peace. Peace.